Thank you for downloading Three Idgits in a Pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode-specific content warnings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading our podcast, Three Idgits in a Pod, a sibling supernatural rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we're going to talk about season two, episode six, No Exit. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. Not much to report. Bridget and I hung out last night. Mm-hmm. We had a sleepover. It was fun. It was very fun. We watched Oh Hello. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you seen it before? Nope. No, nope. so now now they finally get most Yeah, of I get all the references. Oh, good. Good, good. <laughs> Including the title of this episode. Including the title of this episode has a uh, <laughs> is is a reference to to a play. Are you familiar with the play? No Exit. No. And in honor of Jean Paul Sartre's classic play No Exit, we have installed a No Exit sign, <laughs> which the city of New York informs us is a massive fire hazard. <laughs> Yeah, it's a fr- French, or I assume. I, th- I, think yeah. it's, I think it's French. There's a play and then a movie based on the play. I've never seen it, from what I understand. It's about a few people, th- three people, maybe, who've died and are, like, their hell is being stuck in an apartment together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> sort of like Beetlejuice. And there's, hmm? Sort of like Beetlejuice. Sort of like Beetlejuice. Well, just that there are people the, who have died. <laughs> there are people who have died and are now stuck in the house. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Their personal hell is, like, being stuck together, the th- all three of them, in, in an apartment. And, there, there, and there is no exit. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I assume <laughs> that's that's what the reference that the the episode title is making today. Yeah. Oh, for a second I thought you were talking about the oh hello. I was like, I'm like but, but that came out later. <laughs> <laughs> Supernatural is not referencing oh hello. It's like Supernatural is not referencing oh hello. <laughs> Supernatural would be referencing the movie and the play. Oh hello <laughs> is also referencing the movie and the play. And then, which reminds me of the one part when. Nicole's character is like talking about the set pieces and he's like Steel Magnolias first a play then a movie then again a play the Broadway equivalent of moving back in with your parents yeah <laughs> I love that <laughs> it's too good it's been a while since I've seen it I should watch it again you should it's it's a good what did they call it they said it, they called it a limited run vanity project, project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why he was like we're gonna do a surrealist ballet so that we can uh, uh, be eligible for the Tony category of choreography in a limited run vanity project. <laughs> and then he's like, this dance was choreographed by a, an old Asian woman doing Tai Chi in Prospect Park. <laughs> and they're just yeah. like moving their arms really slowly. Yeah. And then like <laughs> creaky chair. I'm trying to move the dance. I know. Yeah. I'm trying not to move my chair because it's yeah. also super creaky. Listen, if we ever get that Patreon up and running, first goal is to get, get chairs. Get chairs. <laughs> get chairs. I should get, like, gamer chairs. See, I, I need... I, <laughs> I need Lumbar support. <laughs> I need a new chair yeah. for my desk. Yeah. Which is... The, the, my, my office chair is the one Patricia's using. On. And it is a dining room chair I got out of the dumpster. <laughs> yep. Not even recently. It, that was back nope. in 2016. Oh summer Great. 2016. Were there were there bugs in it? No. Okay. I mean, we we hope. No, there were no bugs in it. Okay. 
<laughs> it's just it's just a a small wooden dining room chair. Yep. <laughs> with like next to no cu- it's got like a kind of a corduroy yeah. seat. Yeah. And next to no cushion at all. Yep. Very comfortable. It's That's why I'm I'm always moving around, but yeah. at least this one doesn't creak that much. But it was free. Yeah. Hey. And the other two chairs are like mom, uh, the one I'm using is mom's old sewing chair, which has a big like the whole the upholstery is it looks like it's like been slashed. <laughs> <laughs> And it's pleather. Edward Scissorhands was practicing his uh, haircuts on the chair. Yeah, yeah. And like the un- the under part of it is all metal and very loud and creaky. If I move at all, and then Bridget's on a, just... a, a, a mostly disassembled rolly office chair. Yeah, it's just the seat. It's just the there's seat no part. back. There's no back to it, and it wiggles. Yeah, it wiggles. <laughs> and every once in a while, if I move too much, it'll just like. <laughs> just like the, yeah, the, uh, the pneumatics give out. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh no, it's happening. <laughs> so I don't know if that should be the first thing because maybe the first thing we should put any Patreon. If we're gonna get a Patreon up and running at some point, yeah. right? We hope. Yeah. First thing we should probably put money towards is on. We should probably get our own audio equipment because we're borrowing dads. Yeah. yeah. I mean, unless he needs merch? it back. Are we going to have merch? He will at some point. <laughs> Are we going to have merch? With our... with our? We should have merch. Yeah. Yeah. We should have at least merch that we can wear. Yeah. I, yeah, I absolutely want to be that obnoxious person who wears merch of my own podcast. Yes. yes. We should have beanies. Yeah. Beanies. Beanies. Mm-hmm. You know, like, with you the, just a like, little embroidered uh, yeah. symbol logo. Just, just the outline. Yeah. Beanies, t-shirts, sweatshirts. Stickers. 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 Stickers are good because if someone can't support like a lot, then they can just get, yeah, like, can a, get like, like a one, like, one, one to three dollar sticker. You want to do socks? People like socks. It could, who, it, who likes socks? <laughs> it could be like a... You know, I know. My everyone, welcome, everyone who... Uh, my Welcome to Nightfell socks. It uh-huh. could be like those with the... It could be... I mean, just yes, adding... Yes, I know everyone who supported the Awesome Socks Club got... <laughs> got like, are very enthusiastic about socks. Maybe by, the, by, maybe by the next time Awesome Socks Club comes around, Hank Green will send us a bunch of socks to promote. Yeah. Hank. Sure. <laughs> Hmm? Hank Green? Hank Green, the famous TikTok man? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know him as the famous TikTok man, Martin. What do you know him as? I know Crash him Course. As... Yeah, and like... The science man. Yeah, the science the man. The internet science man. Yeah. I, well, I used to know him as being John Green's brother. Yeah. Yes. That, that was that was what I used to know him as. <laughs> and I used to know him as... Award-winning pod- novelist, John Green. <laughs> I used to know him as that and that and... um. That Twitter podcast, what was it? Uh, delete this. Delete this. I used but to know him because, as... Because I listened to Delete mm-hmm. This. That was the two things that I knew him as. And then I was like, he has a TikTok? Yeah, and, and now, then he's, I, now he's... And now he's... He's the TikTok science man. Yeah. 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 He is also a novelist. <laughs> yeah. But before, and he's, like, got businesses. He's a many businessman. He does too much. Yeah. He, all the time. So much. So much all so the much time. All the time. So maybe, so maybe maybe by the next time Awesome Socks Club is up and running, he'll send us socks. And we can, <laughs> and we can, and we can get socks and we'll say buy socks. <laughs> but until then, we've got to make our own merch. We've got to get our own Patreon up and running. How do you make merch? There's, there's different, double, there are different services. Yeah, different there's websites. Red Bubble and Custom Ink. Zazzle. Yeah, Zazzle is another one. Um, <laughs> if you got with a, like a warehouse company like DFTBA, they would right. distribute your merch for you. There's there's lots of different ways to do it. I would wear my own merch to school. Yes. And are, there, are there are there rules about advertising at school? No. no. I think only stuff that you put on the walls. Really? Yeah, you're not allowed. Well, like, you have to get it like okay. You have to get it okay. 
because I feel like it'll get taken down sometimes. Like if it doesn't have like the okay sticker or a stamp on it. I thought of putting up a poster for our podcast in the school. It would get taken down and destroyed if if um, (laughs) in the furnace. (laughs) Destroyed in the chop shop. That's dramatic. Um, no, do they just like throw it out? Probably. Um, Why did you say and, destroy? And you, I don't know why I said destroy. <laughs> you don't take it down I and destroy. I kind of was also picturing a furnace situation. <laughs> take it down and destroy. The furnace in the basement of the school, <laughs> which I've never seen. When they take all of the there. children, no. but I, ha- I know, I, but I have been on those the stairs. Yeah, we did because we did a physics experiment there. Yeah, we. Um, I think we've talked about this, yeah. but there's there's nice machine down there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember, I haven't been down there, but every once in a while they send kids down there to get some ice for drinks if they want it. Yeah. Or, like, for kids that are like, oh, someone got a black eye again. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would they send them to the ice machine and not the nurse's office? <laughs> because it's just a, a gym teacher, and they're like, oh, they got a black, here's a, here's a Ziploc baggie. Go get some Go ice. Go get some ice. Yep. That's wild. It's yeah. a, yeah, that's like a gym teacher thing or like a, like coach kind of thing. Gym like teacher man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you've got, um, shin splints and, you know, like I'm just thinking track. What we would do was like ice baths for, <gasps> for injuries. And that doesn't work, first of all. It's like been proven, I think, that it doesn't work, but coaches still do it. Why do I? Because like it's this old su- coach science. Yeah. <laughs> Sport science. Yeah. Sport math. Sport, sport math. <laughs> but yeah, so we'd like, <laughs> we'd have like a small garbage can and like they'd tell us to go get ice oh. and fill it and then to like fill it up with water. <laughs> and then you have to sit there for like 20 minutes ah! at least. Ah! No. It was terrible. I had to do it once. No. Who did it? Was it was one of the worst experiences of my life. It was said, so painful. Who made you do it? I don't, I mean, one of my coaches. He was always, like, like not outwardly mean to me, but just, like, wouldn't pay attention to me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or, like, especially when I was, like, in a race, he would be, like, out talking to another, te- like, another um, couple of kids who were about to do a relay, you know, f- like, if, if their race was coming up, which always happened after the two-mile there was the four by four relay. So I would be running the two mile and needing support because it's a long race yeah. and wanting to hear my coaches say like, good this. job, you know, or keep going, keep pushing because I know this is terribly hard. Uh, no, he would be like chatting with other teammates about the, their upcoming race <laughs> and like only interested in the sprinting races and stuff like that. And I was like, that's, that's oh, it. Yeah. That, 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 that sucks. You should have thrown up on him. Yeah. Or like, more like pee. I was gonna say, more, uh, more likely it would be like shitting myself. Yeah. 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 Uh, Or pissing myself. Yeah. The the running poops. Which I did during cross country. Yeah. Yeah. The the running poops. Yeah. It's, it's awful. That's one of the main reasons why I don't run anymore. Because of the running poops. Because, yeah. Because I've already got like IBS and. Yeah. Why? That just sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah. I've only pissed myself. But it's like oddly freeing. <laughs> like you're just running through the woods pissing. And I'm like, ah, this is what we're meant to do. <laughs> Bringing me back to my roots. <laughs> I am free. Yeah. I am in the woods and I am peeing. <laughs> I am one with 
Nietzsche. Nietzsche. You just run. You're like, you know what? Never mind. And you just run further into the woods. And they're like, where, where did Goodbye. Yeah. They're like, where did I Patricia found go? my calling. <laughs> and I'll never stop. And they're like, where, where did Patricia go? Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> You've just become the weird lady in the woods. <laughs> yep. That smells a little like piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, have you ever watched any of the Polygon Jackbox videos? No. They make... The re- only reason I bring this up is because they, um, when they can't think of something funny, they'll usually make a joke about piss, and they'll say, then say, like, somebody will say something like, ah, oh, we're returning to the piss well, I see. <laughs> and I was like, and, like, most of the jokes were funny, but, like, I, I like, until this moment, I was like, oh, I mean, I guess, piss, like, piss jokes are funny. I'm like, <laughs> it's funny. It's, funny. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like the first thing that Claire told me when the per- like first time that she pissed herself during a race, and then she was like, "You have to try it." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, well, you gotta try. You gotta try this new thing, man. Oh my god, it's so good. You gotta try it." <laughs> and then when I told her after I did, she was like, "Oh my god, I'm so proud of you." <laughs> Speaking of pissing yourself. Oh, being so scared that you yeah. do? Yeah. Okay. There is a line about that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yes. Yeah, speaking of being so scared you piss yourself. yourself. <laughs> Let's jump into season two, episode six, No Exit. Our writer today is Matt Witten. This is the first episode he's written for us. He will return for one episode later this season. Huh. And this was directed by Kim Manners, okay. one of our big directors. Um, aired November second, two thousand six, and we get our our standard. Now, now we've established this is our our standard intro. We get our tagline: the fire flash. Then, and the episode this week wants us to remember that Joe is a badass. Mm-hmm. Ellen, her mom, runs a hunter bar. Joe's dad was a hunter. He died. John was like family to Ellen and Joe at one point, but they had a falling out. Big surprise there. Yeah. <laughs> Dean is a little bit afraid of Ellen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And You're afraid of my mom. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I yeah. think so. And Joe is interested in hunting with the Winchesters, but Dean has already said no on the basis of he's afraid of Ellen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, all right, just to establish that's what we got. Yeah. And then, now fire. Yeah, Kim Manners, <laughs> one of our big directors, known for, in the early seasons especially, being one of the only directors who could handle the boys' bullshit. Nice. <laughs> and was, like, not, like, afraid to, like, rein them in. Okay. Um, and could get them back for stuff without retaliation. Wow. So which which, which is like, oh, wow, Jared? that's such a good... Yeah. Like, so like, he could do with he, Jared. So, 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 he, so he, could, he could handle Jared. One of the few directors who could do that. Nice. Which it's like, oh wow, that's like, no, that's an that's a terribly unprofessional atmosphere. Yeah. That that is that. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean, like for Kim, for the like the, for the, the super- boys to do this oh. for the supernatural set, like like these guys are in their mid twenties. Yeah, they should know better. They too. should know better <laughs> that like you know you're at work. Yeah. Just because your job is fun. Yeah. It's it's a job. And like yeah, like they're they're just because they're... you need to wear onesies and socks. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
There's a an interview with Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Um, <laughs> I've seen pieces of this interview. I think. Where and for the interview asked the interviewer asks them just like was the best part. Oh, about of, of making a movie in space or that, something? That you yeah. get to wear, like, onesies and socks. Oh, oh my god, it totally is! It's 100%! Oh my god, you totally remember that! It's the only time I've ever done a onesie, onesie, yeah, onesie and socks! No, it, the Supernatural set, you know, notorious for its very difficult, long shooting days, very difficult, tight filming schedule, mm-hmm. brutal hours, none of it made better by the stars. <laughs> yeah, they probably... Overworked their staff and were oh, abusive. absolutely, absolutely. It like everything I've heard from not 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 even like other actors, like like people who worked on set, yeah. mm-hmm. has been that was like one of the worst sets ever. Just, I mean, in general, just because of like the long filming hours and the difficult location shoots mm-hmm. and like filming at night in the cold and the rain, yeah. And the shoots would go on so much longer than necessary because of the principal yeah. actors, especially in the early seasons, because both boys were you know Goofy. acting like idiots, yeah. And, like, you know, feeding off each other's energy and, like, just goofing off. I wonder, does it get, did it get better over 15 years? Jared, no. Wow. Jensen then started getting annoyed of his shit, I think. I know, like, and some of this is from, like, half-remembered, you know, panels and and stuff. Mm -hmm. I know that at at some point in one of the earlier seasons, Jensen and Jared had a good fight. And I know at some point Jensen acted, started acting a little bit more professionally, but was still, I mean, still a problem. Still, still goof, goofing off. Jared never really got better. And I think, I mean, part of it was like they let him, like it was, you know, and part of it was because um, he would probably. I mean, he probably had some power over them. To I mean, some they, point. or or Took advantage of the position. Yeah, yeah, because he's first on the call sheet. Yeah, he's the star mm-hmm. of the show. In quotes, in quotes. <laughs> quote, 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 air quotes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Like Jared was all Jared through the whole show is first on the call sheet. Yep. Sam, Sam is the is the main character. Which, uh, which, yeah. which I guess I mean, sure, we we're. Uh, you know, a quarter of the way through the second season, who do you think the main character is? Dean. Well, Dean. <laughs> We've gotten a lot more about him. and I, I yeah. Doesn't make sense. Like, but, the writers you know, are like, no, it's Sam. Sam. And we're like, what? They're, I mean. Like, then write about yeah, Sam. Yeah, then write about yeah. him. They're like, like well, well obviously it's Sam because we've got this whole other mystery plot about demons oh, and special powers and, and, and uh, Dean's just his brother there to support and protect him. But as far as like any kind of character development, we, mm-hmm. we're not getting anything from Sam right now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and we'll, as, as we go through the show, we'll, we'll see this. Jared can act. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he can. I think we've seen him actually acting. Uh, this is something we will see as, as we go between, Jared's behavior and, you know, not like it gets to the point where like they can't put any other actors with him. Right. Because he'll derail them on purpose and hmm. goof off and just mess so, with stuff on set. And, it's so interesting because the character Sam is like, I don't know, he just feels just completely different. Yeah. To me. Yeah. No, he is. He is. But they get, like the, it'll get to the point where like because they can't put other actors in a scene with him because <laughs> Jensen's the only one who can handle him. They cast, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cast stops being in scenes with Sam because they like they, wow. they they can't put like, they can't put Misha in the room with Jared. <laughs> wow, 
that's I mean that's much that's much later from here, but um, it does some interesting things to Sam's character like that that isolation, mm-hmm. and it also like because of how like the how they have to write it to handle Jared, he like stops trying as mm. an as an actor, mm. and his acting is just kind of like bleh mm. past a certain point. Aww. And it, it's it's like that's disappointing. So so they, and they stop writing for him to do stuff Ugh. for him to do. Right. So then he's not getting interested in because it. Because so and, and like you know just snowballs. Yeah. So and which is which is unfortunate. But I think a lot of that can be traced to some of the earlier seasons where they're not writing for him. Yeah. yeah. They wanted to be the main character and they're not writing him stuff to do. Like I mean, thinking about this episode and we'll, we can talk about that as we go. We get there when we get there. Sam's not there. For, no, he's no. really not in it. He, for he's off off screen for large chunks of the episode. And he comes in and he's like, "Hey, look at this." And then Dean interrupts him mid sentence, like, "Okay, let's go." And then Sam's like, "Oh, okay." And like, this is a very Dean and Joe centered episode. And mm-hmm. then Sam's just like elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. They're like, "Where? Where's Sam? Oh, he's, oh, he's getting some- coffee. He's getting coffee. He's checking something else out. Yeah. He's somewhere else in the building." Then they're like, "Oh, where's the coffee?" He's like, "Oh, this is somewhere. Uh, never mind." Let's so. Go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a it's a fine episode for Dean, and we get some yeah. interesting yeah. Dean Dean and Joe interactions. But but what about Sam? We're we're supposed to be worried about Sam right now with his whole what what's going on with his powers, what's going on with the demon, and, yeah. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. He's not he's barely in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> if he's first on the call sheet, where is he? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not making a good case for themselves. Yeah, and they're not supporting their main character. No. Yeah. So, like, that's, like, I think a lot of the, the, like, the problems with Sam's character can be traced back to these early seasons where they're just not doing a good job writing for I him. I feel like the writers had biased opinions. Some of the writers had biased opinions about who their favorite characters were. I mean, I'm sure that, yeah. hap- I'm sure that happens in lots of shows. <laughs> what? does <laughs> <laughs> that cough? Who wrote this episode? Matt. Matt Witten. Matt. <laughs> Matt. I said I said Kim on accident, but no, Kim was the director. Director, director, um, Kim. You like you like Dean a little a bit. So I yeah. We need to start talking about this episode. I know, we've, well, we've it's this hasn't been completely off topic. This isn't no. been you know talking about nothing. <laughs> We're talking you know analyzing the episode. So we start our episode in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, our second big city. So, uh, we were in Chicago once. Mm. We were yes. Um, middle middle of yeah middle of uh, season one we were in Chicago so yeah the only like recognizable city I big, guess big city big, bigger yeah. city thank you Supernatural for letting us know where we yes. are yes thank you thank you <laughs> for telling us even if it doesn't really look like Philadelphia thank, yeah yeah thank, thank you for telling us that's where we are. <laughs> and not, we are informed <laughs> and not just like letting us like figure it out wonder yeah, for it just, most like, of the episode if it just like panned across like cityscape and then like into someone's apartment I would have been like oh where so we're in a, like, so we're we're in a city are we in New York are we in yeah, are they trying to make it New York City because Vancouver <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, <we're>, yeah. <laughs> looks a little bit more like Vancouver doesn't it yeah which is where they film it <laughs> If, well, if it were for like, oh, it's New York City, it's like, that's Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. Um, so, we're in Philadelphia. We see a building. They tell, they tell us. Yes. Yeah. We see a building from street level with lights flickering on the inside. The, there's a girl, like, pacing the apartment on the phone. She goes, I checked the fuses. They're fine. She's like, it's the wiring. Look, you promised this place would be ready when I moved in. And then there's, like, a pause on the phone. She's like, no, you come up now. Please. Thank you. <laughs> she sees this gross goo drip onto the coffee table. 
from <laughs> somewhere. Like, gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's 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 like it looks like I thought it was or, or pitch. At yeah, first I something. thought it was blood, and I was like, ooh, blood. But then it she was, touched it. Because of the because of the darkness of the apartment yeah. and the filter they use, yeah. it could be a very dark red that when you touch it you would see it's red, but it's not, it's black. No, it's black. And it it's got the really thick viscosity of like like pine pitch mm-hmm. or tar. Yeah. A cool practical Yeah. Mm-hmm. effect. Yeah, some of this black goo drops onto her shoulder. Yeah, so she touches it on the coffee yeah, table. Like, like, first, I mean, like... Yeah, obviously. To see, like, what it what, is. What it is, I'm, but, but like, I'm like, don't touch it. At least she didn't, like, lick it. She, yeah. yeah. She didn't put it in I'm her mouth. I'm so glad she didn't lick it. But then it drips onto her shoulder, too. She's, and she... Sta- like, she, sta- she says She says, what the hell? But then she just stands there. Yeah. Like, she's not, like, trying to get the shirt off or, yeah. like, like oh, gross, what's that? Where'd it come from? Like, she's just, not like, looking she, around up. No, she's know, just she's, kind of, like, they never oh, look. They oh. never look up and look around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's just not like, oh, gross. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> like, this was gross. <laughs> like, <laughs> why is it in your apartment, though? <laughs> you should be questioning a lot of things here. We see this black ooze uh, ooze out of the light switch panel. <laughs> She's there's like a rustling and a crackling, and she goes to like to look at the light switch, and then she just stands there staring at it. Yeah, yeah. for like a while. It looks closer. <laughs> She's like weird, and then then an eye appears at She's this like, hole ah! in the wall. <laughs> she screams, <laughs> right, right, right. and it's you know supernatural. It was, it was such a cool effect to see. Like see it coming out of the yeah they, yeah the, the, yeah, the, the, the ooze the ooze out of the light switch was pretty cool mm-hmm. at um, first with the lighting. When it was first coming out of the light switch, I, it looked like black raspberry jam. <laughs> and I, it made me want to be like, mm, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> But then when she got a closer look and it was like really coming out, I, it just looked more like black oobleck. Yeah. Um, a, a cool practical, the ooze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. I, like, I like the ooze effect. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're at the roadhouse. It is daytime, and the boys are just getting out of the Impala, and they're you know kind of mid conversation, talking about Sam is talking about like as if he's you know talking about a potential case. It says there in L.A. there was a young girl kidnapped by an evil cult. You mean Dean? Yeah, Dean. Oh, Dean, Dean, Dean says that. Dean says that. Yeah, Dean says mm-hmm. you know L.A. young girl kidnapped by an evil cult. And Sam's like, oh, who? He says, Katie Holmes. I know. I looked it up. I know. Okay. Who okay. So did, did you? Did well? Did either of you get this? Like. Well, I I didn't get the joke or like the reference. I know who Katie Holmes is, but okay. I don't I don't know much about her. So she, I I had to look it up. I like that name sounded really familiar to me. This this would have been at the time uh, a, yeah. a current reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, because uh, at the time she had been in Dawson Creek, and um, she was dating Tom Cruise. Yes. Who was Scientology. Yes, which is the evil (laughs) cult to which they are referring. That's the the reference and the joke they're making is her relationship with Tom Cruise and Scientology. And Sam's like, wow, that's funny. And for you, so bitchy. The Sam sass right there is excellent. So so bitchy. I love the little moments of Sam sass Mm -hmm. because he can be extremely sassy. Yeah. And it's just a little bit more personality than we usually mm-hmm. get from Sam. Yeah, when they write him well, yeah. he comes off like that. Yeah, it's it's it's, li- it's, it's this nasty little sass. And it's wow, like, <laughs> so, so bitchy. bitchy. <laughs> it's like like ooh, that there he is. There's Sam. Mm-hmm. And then their conversation sort of interrupted by the sound of Ellen and Joe fighting inside the roadhouse. And there's something loudly. Smashing. Yeah, something breaks. 
and Joe, hear, go back to school. And <laughs> I hear, I hear Joe go, I'm going. And then Ellen, over my dead body. And you're flipping out over nothing. And then Dean's like, of course, on the other hand, cat fight. Which, like, come on, Dean. Yeah. yeah. Dean. Come on. The boys go in, and Ellen whips her head around and is like, guys, bad time. Yeah. The Ellen and Joe are, you know, fighting over Ellen not allowing Joe to leave on a hunt. There's a lot of slamming of chairs. Ellen has says something like, you know, I'm your mother. I don't have to be reasonable. Yeah. They're, <laughs> when Ellen tells them bad time, they're both kind of like, yep, okay, oh, okay. Oh, all right, <laughs> gotta go. We, <laughs> we see that, we'll just turn right around. Dean's like, like, we rarely drink before 10 anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then Joe's like, wait, I want you to know, I want to know what they think about this. And then Ellen's like, I don't care what they think. And then these his family yeah. walks in and they've got Nebraska is for lovers t-shirts. Corn, corn lovers. Oh, yeah. And there's a little draw, like, picture of corn. Of corn. They're like, and the, the they're whole all family, matching. The whole family's got, the, it's a couple of little kids, mom and a dad. They got hats and t-shirts. Tourist family road trip. They're like, is, are you are, guys open? And both Ellen says yes and Joe says no at the same time. And, then, and there's a moment of silence, and the dad's like, we'll check out the Arby's down yeah, the road. <laughs> and they leave. <laughs> and then, before they can start back up again, the phone starts ringing. Yeah. Joe looks at Ellen like, go get it. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> it's for you. Ellen huffs over, answers it with, Harvell's. Yeah, preacher. <laughs> Joe spins around and hands a file to Dean. And just starts running him down on a case that there's this missing, a missing person's case in Philadelphia. And Dean hesitates to take the file. And she's like, take it. It won't bite. And he's like, no, but your mom might. (laughs) But she makes him take it. And she's like, and this isn't the first one. There uh, six women have gone missing over the past 80 years. All young blondes every decade or so. So the cops don't pick up on a pattern. And Dean's like, uh, who put this together? Was it Ash? And Joe's like, uh, no, it was me. This is my case. He's like, hmm. Like, like, like okay. Like, like, yeah, all right. Game recognized some yeah, game. Yeah, And Sam's like, gotta admit, we've hit the road for, like, a lot less. <laughs> yeah, like, like, this is, you know, it's, and the, Dean's looking at the file, there's newspaper clippings and stuff, and mm-hmm. they're looking at him like, like, this is yeah, pretty yeah good. this is, this is enough for, for us to investigate. And, Ellen marches right over she's and like, she's like, if you like it, you take it. Yeah. Get out of here. She's like, Joanna Beth, this family is lost enough. I won't lose you too. I just won't. Weird and cryptic, Mom. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, is it because she's blonde? <laughs> like, we we know at this point that Joe's father died on a hunt. Yeah. And have been like with with like the tone of we're purposely not telling you the specifics yes. of that mm-hmm. a couple times. And <laughs> and you know, like weird cryptic like, I'm not losing you, too. It's like, looks over at Sam and Dean suspiciously. Yeah. yeah. It's like, like, what? Like, like <laughs> what? What do we, huh? <laughs> like, where's the fourth wall? Yeah. <laughs> um, You've broken it. <laughs> so Joe looks kind of dejected and the boys head out. I know the name of this, the song that plays. Great. I mean, you go ahead. It's, it's uh, Surrender by Cheap Trick. Yes. I knew it immediately. Great. Because, good, uh, good, okay. good job. Okay. Good job. <laughs> it is. It is a 70s rock song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics, of course, are, you know, a little bit applicable to yeah. the scene we just saw Mother about... Mother told me, yes, she told me, I make girls like you. 
Yeah, yeah. So that one. <laughs> um, it's like, oh, you know, dangerous yeah. people. Like, oh, stay away from the bad girls. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. No. Um, so the boys break into an apartment. It doesn't appear that they picked the lock. They just sort of open it. Yeah. And Sam says he you know, feels feels bad about taking the case. But then Dean Dean starts in with, like, he's like, I yeah, could, but I don't, she may have put together that file, but, like, I don't see her out actually working a case. Like, like, I could see her out working this case, Dean. Like, what? I'm just like. I, I bet she could fend for herself, Dean. Like, Dean's attitude He's so pissy first, for no reason. It is, is the tone feels weird. Yeah. D- Dean's attitude feels kind of weird. Like, th- there, there's a scene later, and we'll get there. We get there when we get there. Where, you know, it's like, okay, so this is, I guess, why Dean's feeling this way. Yeah, like. But it's, it's, it feels a little off. Okay. His, like, she can't be out yeah, here doing yeah, this yeah, case. Yeah, yeah. So they get out the EMF readers. EMT reader. <laughs> and find and touch the black goo. And they're like, yep. Ew. And we get exclamations from both of them. <gasps> ectoplasm. But they're like, holy oh, crap. It's, it's ectoplasm. And you know then, what this means? Yeah, and Dean's like... Like, I get to say a line. Oh. <laughs> I get to make a joke. It's escape of our family. I was like, ha, ha, ha. <gasps> Sam's eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a little bit of sassy Sam there. Just, just the deep. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> He's like, I've only seen this like twice. It's got to be a majorly pissed off spirit. So we, you know, now learn ectoplasm means serious business. Yeah. Serious, serious ghost business. So like, okay, we got to figure this out. They head back out into the hall and they overhear... Voices coming towards them, a man or a woman, and we quickly realize that it's Joe. I <laughs> see. Didn't realize it would be Joe. No. <laughs> see, here's the thing. I only realized it was Joe like when she was like five feet away from them. Oh, you saw her. <laughs> <laughs> you saw her coming down the hall, and you're still like, "Who's that?" Who's I that? was like, "Oh, she's blonde. It's another victim." I was like, "Oh, it's another blonde lady." <laughs> and then he was, and then he was like, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "Oh, it's Joe." <laughs> <laughs> there you are, honey. This is my boyfriend Dean and his buddy Sam. Dean and Sam go with it, but Dean's smiling through his teeth, just uh-huh. like. Oh, this one here. <laughs> we're like, we're, <laughs> we're going to have a talk about this later, honey. Yeah, this guy that she's talking to, Ed. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the landlord, the we, landlord. S- we assume. He's like, you know, good to meet you. You've got quite a gal here. And he's like, Dean's like, yeah, she's a pistol. And like gives her a sharp <laughs> elbow. <laughs> hard, hard enough Meanwhile, to make Meanwhile, Sam is just like, Sam spends there. The, yeah, Sam <laughs> spends the entire scene just there. And your friend Steve. Do-do-do-do-do-do, Steve. Like, 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 just highs going back and forth between the the Dean Joe couple and the landlord. Like, I don't want to say anything and blow the cover. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what to do. (laughs) Joe is like, so did you already check out the apartment, the one for rent? And Dean's like, yes, yes, Mm -hmm. loved it, great flow. The landlord was like, how'd you get it in? It was open. It was open. Oh, I'm just gonna breeze right past that. Yeah, the the landlord looks like he's about to like about to question it, but Joe jumps on it, asking him for more information about the apartment. Like, when did the last tenant move out? And he's you know perfectly happy to give some more information about you know it was like about how long ago it was. And he's like, and the, you know the tenant stiffed me for the rent too. And Joe's like, oh well, you know 
The her loss, our game. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a big wad a of, of cash. cash. And the guy's like, oh, okay. So any protest on the guy's part is immediately stopped by, like, by a lot of money very quickly. It was like... Yeah, okay, I'm going to stop asking questions now. Yep, okay. I don't need to know. I really don't need to know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm that kind of landlord. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, apparently. And he was, like, in the, over the course of the conversation, he's talking about, like, all the work he's done. I'm like, well, that's, sir, you didn't do a good job. (laughs) Nope. Nope. You are that kind of landlord, huh? I mean, and she was calling before. She's like, the lights? She's like, the the wiring. And he's like, I don't want to. But you could tell by the conversation. She's like, I don't want to come up there and fix them. And she's like, can you come up here, please? And he's like, fine, I guess I'll come up and look at your wires. And she's like, thank you. That type of landlord just, yeah, this is. I guess I'll come up and look at the wiring. Yeah, this is a, like, great, great, great landlord. Who, like, he, he didn't even mention, like, like oh, yeah, the person who used to live here is now a missing persons case. Yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, she st- she ran off and stiffed me for the rent. Sir. She, she wouldn't just left all of her things and she, yeah. she just disappeared. She vanished. She's literally a missing been, person right now. Honestly, I wouldn't have been surprised if they could have made a red herring that it was him. Oh, yeah. They could have. They, but they were... They really didn't have time. And, and there's yeah. some stuff later on that felt ru- like they were rushed for time, yeah. too. Like, but, like, that- if they wanted to, that could have been another way to go with the plot. Could have. Mm-hmm. Or made it him. <laughs> or just made it him. Yeah, or, or just made it him. Could have. Certainly if the police were looking into this and, you know, we're not considering the supernatural nature of the situation, I think his behavior would be enough to put him on the suspect list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, we never... The police are so stupid in this show. Any yeah. any show where there are uh, there are people who could possibly be in, in, uh, either competing for the job or, you know, in opposition to the main characters. So, like, if it's, you know, a cop show, the FBI are the bad guys. If it's the FBI, the CIA and the, and the local cops are the bad guys. If it's, you know, like, it's like, because it's like, oh, they're trying to steal our case or, oh, they're stupid and incompetent. Yep. So we're, we're a supernatural ghost hunting show. Cops don't know what's going on. They're all dumb. <laughs> so that's always how it works. Yeah. Makes sense. So we're in the apartment. Dean is like, does your mother even know you're here? Yeah, Joe explains that she got Ash to lead a credit card trail to Vegas and she left a note saying she was going to Vegas and Dean's like No She's that's... not she's not stupid, Joe. <laughs> yeah, you know your mom and she's not gonna Plus, buy that. She was lit she was like literally just talking to her mom about how she wanted to leave and go on this trip. And, so, then she, and, then and then she, then she vanishes. Yeah. And then Dean gets a cell phone call. And it's Ellen. And she's like, hey, is Joe with you? And he's like, oh, no. He's like, looking right at her. He's like, like, geez. Mm, and he's like, what are you talking haven't about? Seen <laughs> haven't seen her. Haven't seen you. What follows is is a hushed, like, don't, like, like, don't you dare tell me. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell, tell your mom. I'm going to tell your mom. Mom, mom, mom you're here. Like, don't, you, don't you dare. And then Ellen's like, Dean. He's like, I, <laughs> yeah, haven't, I uh, haven't seen her. You sure about that? He's like, yep. And she's like, Okay, hon. Thanks. Yep. Okay. Well, if she shows up, you know, bring her ass back down here. She's like, you would bring her here if you saw her, right? It's absolutely. Absolutely. She's like, okay, thanks, hon. He's like, mm-hmm. and, yep. and Joe and smiles. Joe, Joe gives like the hee hee big smile. I got away with it. <laughs> 
I'm like, oh, like, oh you little shit. Later, they're working the they're working the case in the apartment. Joe is playing with a knife, <laughs> yeah, just flipping it all over Not the place. Not very well. <laughs> just, just she's like, she's just going like, no, she's flipping it back and forth between her fingers. Okay, because it kind of looks like she was just going like, yeah, she's she's not she's not just doing that for for our our podcast listeners. Yeah, you can't. I'm, just, see. I'm, I'm waving. An, <laughs> I'm going, waving a pen around like a baton. Like, and then sigh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm waving a pen around like a baton. That's not what she was doing. She was flipping it back and forth between her fingers kind and flipping of. it around. Yeah, and it like, wasn't super impressive. No, though. it wasn't. It wasn't. She it was wasn't, just like it was. Just it was like, like a little kid playing with a knife. Yeah, a little bit. And it seemed like if she had been more casual about it, it could have been more of just like a fidgety thing. Right, yeah. but it seemed like she was performing. trying to make it. Yeah. So yeah. So everything about this upcoming scene, there is from uh, not from Sam. Sam spends the entire scene yeah. just kind of sitting quietly subdued. Yeah, he has like no lines. It looks. D- he's, yeah. just, he's just sitting at the end of the table. It looks Dean, like he's like just an NPC that hasn't, <laughs> hasn't been interacted with. No. Dean and Joe both are doing a lot of posturing. Yeah. In in this scene, she's like, "Look at me! She's I am like, twirling my knife. I'm twirling my knife. I'm tough." Yeah, I, I'm, I'm tough. I'm not. Th- there's a, a lot of stuff about Joe's behavior in this episode is very. I'm not like other girls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dean is also doing some posturing. Yeah, yeah. And it's uncomfortable. Yep. <laughs> yeah, especially when he calls her like but sweetie. Or, yeah. Or, did he say sweetheart? Sweetheart. Um, not sweetie. No, sweetie. That's, that's <laughs> uh, so Joe's flipping the knife around, and Dean's pacing back and forth in the background, and they're running down the case. Before the building was here, there was an empty field, so they're like, okay, so likely. Some Someone died horribly in the building, but there's been zero violent deaths in the past 82 years. And then Joe stops, points her knife at Dean, who's behind her. Yeah. At this point. And she's like, would you sit down, please? (laughs) Sit down, John. (laughs) You You were thinking of in Hamilton. Yeah. Sit down, John. You fat (laughs) motherfucker. I wish, and I've, I've said this before, like, to you and your friends, I wish you guys had a summon me button and I could just appear for, and like... throw shit at and, people. Yeah, just appear, like, in the, in the back of the room with a bowl of popcorn and start chucking it at people. Yeah. <laughs> like, boo! Boo! <laughs> my wife! <laughs> yeah, just, I, I, show, my I, wife I, sh- I show up with the my wife button. My wife! <laughs> Just start start pushing. My 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 my. Just chucks popcorn <laughs> and the fart button. Yeah. Every time. Every time. What'd you say? <laughs> and the echo. <laughs> Farting I, down a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I wish I, w- I wish you guys had a, had a summon me button and I would I could just appear for a couple seconds and and <laughs> just like try again. <laughs> try not to be so shitty this time. So Dean's doing. Dean sits down when Joe yeah. asks, "Can you sit down, please?" <laughs> and she there there is tone there yeah. Yeah. that she's giving him, and he's kind of like, "Okay, okay, then, okay." He's when he, when he sits down, he's like, "Well, have you checked the police reports and the county death records?" And she's, she's like, like yeah. "Yeah, and the obituaries and the mortuary reports and seven other sources." She's like, "I know what I'm doing." And she's still kind of like flipping that knife. She's she's uh, well, yeah. at this point, she's holding the knife and she look like pointed at Dean as if she's just going to reach over and stab him with it. <laughs> and D- when she says, "She's like, I know what I'm doing," Dean's like, "Well, I think the jury's still out on that one." <laughs> And Sam like hides a smile, it, and it's like it looks like the, like the hidden smile of "we're humoring you." 
Right. I'm like, what? And, like, you guys are being gatekeeping dicks yeah. here. And, like, everyone in this scene is being kind of shitty and posturing. Yeah. But you guys are kind of... But you guys are being shitty. Yeah, and then Dean is like, would you put the knife down? Like, at Joe. With the same tone that Joe just used to tell him to sit down. Yeah. And she puts the knife down with, like, okay, jeez. Look on her face. Just, there's lots of posturing happening. Sam gets us all back on track by suggesting, okay, well, if there's no violent deaths, maybe it's a cursed object, something a spirit's attached to. And, like, okay, well, to find that, we've got to scan the whole building. And Dean's, like, like, yep, that's what we'll do. And to Joe, like, we are going to do the top two floors. And Joe's like, we'll move faster if we split up. And ma'am, you have never watched an episode of Scooby-Doo, I see. (laughs) Literally, (laughs) I was thinking that. I'm like, no. No. (laughs) And, like, Um, I'm with Dean on this one because, as he says later, literally she is blonde. Yeah. And he is now. Like, mm literally. Yeah. yeah. Um, Yeah, He's like, this is not negotiable. No. And they have a a tense moment where they're standing very close, face to face. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're both smiling, but they're both, like, like teeth-gritted smiling. Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Our next scene, Dean and Joe are scanning the hallways. With their EMF readers. EMT reader. Joe is is being so antagonistic. Yeah, and this She's is, being difficult. The writing for these lines are kind of weird. It was, it's... She's like, you gonna buy me dinner? And Dean's like, what? <laughs> He's just like, what? <laughs> what? He's like, wait, what? What? <laughs> She's like, it's only decent if you're gonna ride me this close that you buy me dinner. I'm like, um... It's... It's... It's aggressive and antagonistic and very, like, just, like, I'm tough. I'm, like, like, what? This what? is something you think, you'd you think find a truck's what? bumper sticker. What? <laughs> what? Looking for a fight. Mm-hmm. It's, she's she's looking to pick a fight. And Dean's like, like, I, I'm not <laughs> dealing with your shit right now. This is bad enough I lied to your mom, but if you think I'm letting you out of my sight, like, no. And he's like, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but you're kind of the spirit's type. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. Exactly. And he's like, you want to be baked? <laughs> it's like, lady, <laughs> bad idea. And this next little bit is I it the annoying, I, I get annoyed with this mm-hmm. when, I, when I see shows do this, where it's the like, what, you think I can't do it because I'm a woman? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, That's not what I was going to say. If it's this other reasonable reason, you're being unreasonable because you're a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna circle back around on that yeah, one. It's like fake woke. It's yeah, yep. Because she's yeah, she's like I've had it up to here with your crap, your chauvinistic crap. Like yeah. you think a woman can't do the job. She's like, he says, sweetie, sweetheart. Yeah, this isn't gender, gender studies. studies. Women can do the job just fine. Amateurs, Amateurs can't. can't. He's like, you got no experience. It's but yeah, it's, because you're a woman, you're wrong. And <laughs> yeah, it's, it, we we circled back around and we still got a problem here. Is it what what you do have is a bunch of half baked romantic notions that some barfly put in your head. And, like, okay, so... But she's done this whole entire thing herself. Dean's point is she has no, like, field field experience. experience. And that's dangerous because book smarts and field smarts are two very different things. And having the muscle memory to shoot a ghost on sight takes time and practice. And going it alone is a, without practice, you know, using yourself as bait like this, it's not safe. Dean does have a point there. Yeah. However, I do think he's selling her short on her 
her own autonomy in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he is still talking to her as if she's completely naive about it. Yeah. And she's not. She does know it's a dangerous job. Her father died doing this. She does know. But, that being said, she is hot-headed and impulsive. Mm-hmm. But she also got him cornered with a gun. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, absolutely. She can handle herself. Especially when it's on her home turf and she has the upper hand by sneaking up on somebody. She doesn't have the same field experience that the boys do. Even if she's got the the book knowledge to back her to back her up. Even if she's got the gun skills. Yeah, that it's, it's that it, that's not the, not same, the thing. same thing. So Dean does have a point there, but he's being weird about he's, it. He's being yeah. weird about it. And we sort of get why with the next bit with the, this next part of the scene, why Dean is acting all pissy with her. He tells Joe that she has options. She doesn't have to choose this life. No one chooses chooses this life. Hunters are made by the tragedy the, that caused by the supernatural. That's what makes hunters. Or you were raised in the life like he was. Mm-hmm. He says, "My dad started me in this when I was so young. I wish I could do something else. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just hit me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, big ooh. 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 He's mad at her and frustrated with her with what for he, like wasting her opportunity. What what he yet yeah, what he sees in her as is, is a naive Romantic romanticization. I can't say the word. Yeah, romanticization. I don't think. I yes. Yes. I can't say actually say it with my lips. Anemone. I can't say the words. A naive that looking at this, you know, you know what he says. You know, romantic notions. She's built this, you know, the life up in in her mind as as being something else, and that's frustrating to him. Yeah, because he. He never had the option to do anything else. And that's part of the, that that's part of the very complicated feelings he has, like between him and Sam, right? Sam got to be out, right? Was dragged back in. Dean would be happy for him to live his life, except that would mean he was been he's been abandoned again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we go round and round and round with that, and he's messed real messed up about that. But seeing Joe, who does not have to choose this life, she has a mom who loves and supports her and would love for her to go back to school and do mm-hmm. something else. And, you know, clearly has enough money hustling guys at pool yeah. and working at the bar. They Like, she she could go back to school. She could do literally anything else. But that Joe is so dead set on hunting when she doesn't... When, when Dean doesn't think she actually... Like, even if she knows it's a dangerous life, Dean doesn't think she actually knows what that means. Yeah. And the sacrifice that that requires. And that she's, you know, throwing... Like, like she doesn't... She's she's not actually thinking about what, what it is she's throwing away. Um, and he leaves her with that thought. Yeah, that you don't throw things like that away. It might be hard to find later. And, like, when she confronts him with, like, but you love the job. He's like, I'm twisted. He, it, like, he has this, that moment of vulnerability where he says, you know, I wish I could do something else. Mm-hmm. She's like, but you love it. And he, it's, he kind of closes off again. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but <laughs> I'm a little twisted. It's, like, it's a joke. It's like, well, that would be the trauma, sir. Whoa. <laughs> 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 that would be the trauma and the brainwashing. And she's like, yeah, I'm twisted too. And it's like, mm-hmm. you're not not, no, you're not though. You're not though. Not That's like, not what he means. Not like him. <laughs> and then you know we sort of you know break from this kind of somber scene to move on. 
and we get a POV shot Ooh, from I really liked it from, from inside like a, like one of those old uh, old fashioned metal heating grates. Yeah, you know the ornate ones with the, like all the twisty mm-hmm. bits of metal. Mm-hmm. I liked the POV. Yeah, with kind of like cool. like like oh someone's in there. And when it kept like moving back, like yeah. it was a person like going like like oh that's kind of a cool cool directed shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we see Dean and Joe walking down the hallway and past the heating grate. Back in the hallway, Dean, uh, Joe pauses in front of the grate. They they both got their EMF readers out. EMT reader. And she's kind of looking around and looking around and, like, backs up to the wall with the heel yeah. heating grate, just yeah. kind of looking around. And we see those dirty fingers with dirty nails reach out from the grate. We hear static and a hissing noise on the EMF reader. And, and she turns around quick, <gasps> but doesn't see it. She's the, like, whoa, the, what was it? The fingers are gone. Yeah, like, her, no, was... Dean, Dean notices her startle. Yeah. yeah, but I liked this part because Dean comes around the corner like, what? And she goes, I'm not sure. Yeah, she didn't just she say, didn't say so, oh, it's not. Nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. I can handle it. Whatever. Yeah. She. She's like something went wrong here. She's like, I, some, I'm not sure what it was. And Dean takes her seriously and doesn't yes. brush it off. Like, oh, I'm sure it's nothing. Oh, it's, I'm sure it's nothing. It's just your or, or it's your hormones. <laughs> or like it's like, oh, here, like just like a girl to like be startled by yeah. nothing or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that he can't take a hunt seriously. Then I guess I was worried he was gonna do that. Right. Yeah. He doesn't. I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad he didn't. He come. He's like, okay. So okay, you noticed something. Okay. Cool. Come over to check it out and he says he smells something and it's not a gas leak and he's like i know it i just can't put my finger on it i was i was worried it was gonna i thought he was gonna make like a fart joke or something (laughs) (laughs) i really thought he was gonna go there i just can't put my finger on it (laughs) maybe maybe you can Dave, Dave. No, go on, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. I won't do I swear, anything. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm mad at myself for it. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> you, you can. <laughs> Joe finds some. EMF, like, at the vent, and Dean's like, congrats, you found your first spirit. He unscrews the vent, and we get some back and forth, like, yeah. something's in the wall. They're, they're working on the vent. Something's in the wall. They're working on the vent. And it's they a get... hamster. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, it's... Oh, it's a hamster. A hamster? From what? What's no, this from? Nothing. Oh, you're nothing. just... Just, just the just, idea just that a hamster got, got back there? He's like, I got to... Oh, it's just, like, it's a rat. A, it's a... It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> Just pulls, pulls oh, it's alive! Oh, it's alive! <laughs> Can, Can I, I have it? it? Oh, it's alive! Can I have it? Yeah, but it's an orange. Mark, do you like limes? It's an orange. I love limes. It's very not ripe. <laughs> <laughs> so they get the, the grate off, and... They get down there with the flashlight, look around, and Dean sees something. So he sticks his whole arm back there, feels around, and pulls out. <laughs> it was so bad. It's, it's gross. I hated it. A, like there's something in there. He pulls out a chunk of hair attached to a bloody piece Ooh. of scalp. It was the the effects were good. They were great. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. It was pretty grody. Oh, I'm just surprised. He was like, "Oh, look at this." He look. wasn't even like gross. No, out. he was like, "Oh, I'm oh. touching someone." He's like, piece "Looks of scalp." He's like, "Looks like this." guy takes souvenirs. I'm like, it's like that's, that's a little gross and that's weird. That's a little gross and weird, Dean. 
<laughs> Our next scene, like, we've got a- another blonde woman. She gets home to her apartment at night, we assume in the same building. Yeah. She's opening mail, and she gets an invite to a lingerie party. Yeah, and the way that she just is like, the- she's mouthing, and she goes, party, party, party. <laughs> <laughs> She, and she opens the letter and, and looks at it, like the camera's like looking at her looking at it, before it switches to over her shoulder so we can see it too. I don't know what she's doing with her mouth. She goes, it, party, party, party. It looks like, it looks like she's trying, like they wanted her to like, or like, like she's like reading it. Yeah. But reading it, it to herself. Reading it to herself and like, hmm. But it looks like she's just like, party, 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 party. party, party. party. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing with her, with her mouth there. And it's not completely like silently. She like, there's a little bit of a, like a percussive yeah. sa- lip with sound the, when she's doing it. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. ASMR. She's just like, I don't know what she's doing. It's really weird. But yeah, then the camera. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I've just got a hello on the brain right now. But the um, when they're talking to Steve Martin and he's doing the like the phone calls, um, and <laughs> yes, and John Lee's like, well, I can't, I can't do uh, subtle banter as well as he can. So ba 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 I, I don't know what she's doing. But then the camera goes to over her shoulder and we see the, like, the, this advertisement. Yeah. Basic. It, it, it's a... I didn't even see the lingerie. I just saw party. And I was just, she's just like, party, party, party. <laughs> she's like, oh, yes, you're invited it's, to a party. It's an ad for a, um, for, for, like, a, a underwear store, I guess. Oh. It's, it's, it, it, it looked it, like, it, it wasn't, like a, it, no, an exclusive invite, to, but it was no. on, like, printer paper. Yeah, yeah. It, it was really poorly, like... I think the props department was like, we gotta make this, but we don't have a lot of time. And when she took it out of the envelope, it was like weirdly folded, folded and like worn looking almost. Yeah. And then she like, like opens it up and like holds, holds it out it. so the camera can see, but it just like, like clip art. Yeah. yeah. Like clip art sexy lady silhouettes. And it's like lingerie party. Book your, it was like book your lingerie party with, and like, you know, buy panties uh, and gotcha. underwear or like whatever. And she like looks at it seriously like, huh. But then she yeah. throws it away afterwards. Well, yeah. Because it's, well, yeah. Ju- it's junk mail. Oh. But she's looking at it very seriously. And black ooze drips from down from the ceiling onto the invite. She isn't like that concerned about no, it. No. She, she, uh, she, and like throws the thing away. Like, she, she briefly looks at the ceiling. There's nothing there. And she's like, well that was weird. And yeah. she's like, kind of gross. <laughs> she doesn't investigate any further. Mm-hmm. If something was like... Dripping from your ceiling that was black gunk? Um. No, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Uh, that that size, too? Oh, yeah. Big yeah, drip. I mean, freaky. That was a big clump of yeah. you know, tar. <laughs> She's just completely unbothered. Then the electricity starts to crackle, and a crack like, appears in the ceiling. She's like, oh, this building. I swear to God. The crack continues yeah. and gets, like, louder and faster. Have you either of you seen The Babadook? No. No. Mm. I'm not a big horror movie person. It just reminded me, there's a few scenes that are like this with, like, the cracking of the ceiling. It gives off, like, that that vibe mm-hmm. to it. Especially it was, the the uh, the lighting, the very, the very gray lighting is, like, the whole movie is pretty, like, dark and gray. Yeah, there's a whole, I think there's a whole scene where, like, the ceiling starts to, like, crack. It was a cool practical... Yeah, yeah. It looked really cool. It was a cool practical effect. And, like, I bet, I bet I can figure out how they did it. I bet they put like, like a, a string, string yeah, and plaster under the plaster yeah plaster and pulled it and pulled it that's that's how i would do it i don't i don't know for sure that that would work but like that's 
that's gotta be how they did it. It was yeah. it was cool. Yeah. Maybe they had a green man. Or like a piece of like fishing line, so it's yeah. so it's invisible, mm. basically. Maybe they had a green man with a knife. <laughs> just <laughs> and just edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> a green knife too. Yeah, it would have to be a green knife too. Otherwise, it's a floating a knife. A green, a green plastic knife. Like <laughs> um, that idea better. No, it, it, it had to be like a piece of fishing line plastered into the ceiling. Yeah. And then ripped out from off screen. That, that, that had to be how they did it. It was cool. Yeah. She goes to pick up the phone on the wall, but there's, like, no dial tone. Well, the electricity is out. It's been busy. Phones? Phones are, like, not connected. Oh. Yeah, phones should still work even if the power's out. They're on separate lines. Mm-hmm. If the phone lines are down, too, that's different. Yes. And so, crackling, you know, the, the, the crack in the ceiling follows her across the room Ugh. and down the wall. I hate it. She's like, I'm so out of here. <laughs> Reasonable. Yeah. Well done. You didn't just stand there and stare at it yet. Right. Yeah. She, she tries for the door and the, it won't open. And she sees the crack make it to the vent by the door. Why doesn't she go to the middle of the room? Well, at this point, she's like, like you know, frozen in fear, we assume. Yeah. Ooh, and I guess. To a window? You know, at like all, we, we, we got a, uh, a the decision to leave, which is more, you know, agency yeah. than we usually see in one-off Supernatural ladies. Yeah. So, yeah. still sucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still bad. <laughs> at least she wants to leave the at least, situation. At least... At least even though moment, moments before she was completely unbothered, <laughs> she at least now she wants to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, we see the dirty fingers reach out from the yeah, grate, yeah, yeah. and she's like, you know, frozen in fear. And then it ghost arm reaches through the grate. Yeah, I was like, how did? Yeah, because it's a ghost. It yeah. goes through walls, so it reached out through yeah, the at grate. First, it's like, ooh, I've got my fingers through the holes it's like, in the vent. Yeah, it's like, well, as long as she doesn't just stand yeah. there, right there, he, he can't get can't, it. Yeah, it's like, gotta, oh, 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 oh. can't do it. But no, he's no. ghost, so it goes so he, he can actually reach through the through the grate and grab her, grabs her ankle and pulls her down, and she's screaming. <laughs> And it drags her across the floor. We've got a commercial. Why do ghosts have to have so much upper body strength? They're magic. <laughs> That's stupid. They're magic ghosts. You magic know. Ghosts. It's ghost strength. Be, being a ghost has some perks. Yeah, you get to be fast. And you, you get to be, be strong. You get to be you get to be scary fast. You get to be scary strong. And you get to do cool things like make cracks appear in walls. <laughs> yeah. And ooze. And ooze. <laughs> Who doesn't want some ooze? Mmm. Why though? Why? Why? I don't know the history of ectoplasm. Yeah, I don't. I do not know the history of ectoplasm. I could look it up. I'm not Plus, going to. Ectoplasm <laughs> isn't it usually like slime? Like well, that's how it, it's depicted in different ways in different media. Usually, like well, like slime. If, if, if you're specifically thinking of like ghost, Ghostbusters, that, also... that's like that's like boogers. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but also in like. I think Scooby Doo. Yeah, probably. It's slimy, slimy like boogers as well. I don't remember if ectoplasm was a, was ever a thing on Buffy. Most of their stuff was not ghosts. Yeah, it was mostly like physical, Monster. physical monsters. Um, Buffy's struggle had had difficulty with things that were not physical that she could deal with yeah. because most of her stuff involved stabbing. Yeah, she's a big stabber, <laughs> big big stabber, Buffy. <laughs> Mo- most of her adversaries were vampires. Yeah. She was a vampire hunter, but... Did she... Okay, so she was a vampire hunter, but did she have vampire friends? The, I mean, as kind of. as most supernatural-based shows 
do, they get more and more complicated. Like, yeah. it's less and less black and white as, as yeah. the show goes on. And you start to realize, like, oh, not everything's a monster. Whatever. We're not doing a Buffy rewatch podcast, but we could. <laughs> I don't think, honestly, I don't no. think it would go as well as this one. Yeah. Really? Because it doesn't hold up. It it doesn't hold up in a different way from the way Supernatural doesn't hold up. It doesn't hold up to as much analysis, really. Yeah. I know. Uh, did you listen to any of the Kind Rewind? No. But so I've heard of it. Travis and his wife, Teresa, st- started to do like a rewatch podcast where they watched you know different things to, and just talked about whether they held up. I think they watched Firefly. They started to watch Buffy and then it just kind of dropped off mm-hmm. and they stopped making the podcast. I don't know if they'll ever go back to it. But what they were finding was Buffy really doesn't hold up in a lot of ways. It was held up as this like super feminist show. Yeah. And it's like, even but for even for its time, it really wasn't trying that hard. It really wasn't. Everyone held Joss Whedon up to this big standard. Like, yeah. oh, he's the guy, but... It, yeah. it really wasn't. And since it came out you know, in more recent years, more and more stuff has come out about, like, the production side of most of Joss Whedon's stuff, where it's, like, some gross and creepy behavior going yeah. on behind the scenes. Great. Um, with, you know, Joss specifically. And it's like, that's, mm-mm. And you stopped watching Buffy. Right when we met Riley. Right when we met Riley. So pretty, yeah, pretty half, early. Half, the, that was in season four. four. Yeah. Buffy goes to college. Riley's there. Riley is a secret soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a secret soldier organization. The plot gets a little weird there. Buffy goes to college and sp- spirals out. I just remember when there was a sexy time scene. And you guys are like, oh, shoot. And you turn and looked at me and you're like, Bridget, go stand behind the fridge. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. No, there, there was a, there was a, I, that was probably, that was probably the one with Riley. There's like a ghost that like possesses a house and makes them have lots of sex. <laughs> I don't know. They were like, it looked like they were in either a bedroom or a hotel. Yeah. And probably, like, it was probably the one with Riley at the frat house. And Buffy and, and Riley get, like, possessed by a ghost or something. There's, like, a ghost in the frat house that makes everybody lots of sex. Girl? Guy. Guy. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking Riley Smurl, and I'm like... Yeah. No. <laughs> no. This was... Uh, also, probably, like, R-I-L-E-Y or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Well, that's how... Isn't that how Riley's name is spelled? No, it's, like, with a... It's got an E-I-G-H in there, I think. Oh. Also, I think that's the frat that they accidentally summon a demon in the attic, but... Because they're they're decorating for Halloween and we're like whoops we used real symbols and and <laughs> whoops haunted house nice there was definitely a frat cult at one point yeah a couple times yeah I, I think where it was like we have we it need was... to get like young virgins I mean that happens a couple different times I think yeah uh, part of the problem with have with Sunnydale being a college town frats is frats. And sororities? I don't know if they ever had sorority issues, but the, yeah. definitely there were frats. It was a lot of stupid young people. Yeah. In an area with a lot of high supernatural activity, because Sunnydale was... Was the uh, hell mouth. Well, yes. Sunnydale was the hell mouth. So, like, you know, a portal to hell was underneath the town. Oh, wow. It is also a college town, so a lot of, you know, fresh, young, stupid people... <laughs> yeah. Doing stupid things. Doing stupid things. And, um... I mean, we're a college town, right? Yeah. Yeah. It would be like if... It would be like if supernatural were... stuff was happening around here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Some people think we have supernatural things going on here. We have oh, ghost sure. We have we ghost, ghost tours. tours. <laughs> but that's... But that's just like... You know, the ghosts of, you know, the Battle of Plattsburgh. It's, yeah. yeah. And it's like, 
and the ghost tours are, are all like, did you, did you know that there was, you know, you know, battles in the early 1800s were fought here? It was kind of pathetic. It was mostly all out on the lake. There was a land battle, too, but yeah. it was mostly... It was kind of embarrassing. It was mostly just embarrassing for the, em- for the English. English. <laughs> they got there, and they're like, oh... Oh, they're like, we got this and get got very blown up. And, and they're like, we they got there and made they were, some mistakes. Yeah, they got there and they saw how prepared. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man. It was, it was oh, mostly man. just embarrassing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, Dean is sleeping in a very awkward position on an armchair. Yeah. I was like, poor Dean. He wakes up to sirens outside. Joe is up already. The subtitle said birds chirping. I know it did. <laughs> Like, I was like, that's not what birds sound like. No. Somebody no. somebody messed up there. Yeah, and, and Dean looks like, I mean, he's twisted up like a pretzel. Yeah. So, yeah, so Joe is already up, and we were like, like, oh, good, we're keeping the bit of characterization that Dean is not a morning person. Yes. yes. He's like, gro- groggy, gets up, unkinks his back. He's like, oh, my back. Yeah, how'd you sleep on that big, soft bed? She's like, I didn't. Yeah, just been going over everything. So I'm like, so he... And she's still, like, she's flipping that knife around. So yeah, I'm like, so he it. could have... So, yeah. yeah, he could have slept in the bed. Yeah, like, and like, listen, Jensen Ackles is a big guy. He's, you know, six foot one, big muscular man. Jude just tried to fit himself into, like, a, re- a, a slight, slightly reclining chair. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, as, you know, someone who's, you know, in, in their mid-twenties, I feel that. Yeah, the, the, you know, sta- Standing up and like, oh, my back. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have slept like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the other day I just, I woke up and my neck was like very in, in pain. <laughs> and I'm like, why? I just, <laughs> I saw a TikTok today that was like, even rest <laughs> is too much for my body. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's begun the, you know, your, your twenties where you're like, oh, that's different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Going, okay. Which bone was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which bone is going to hurt this time when he stands up? He's like, ah, <laughs> We get our little throwaway line about Sam. Where's Sam? He went to get coffee. <laughs> like, just because he's like, not again, there. He's just not in the scene. He wasn't in the last scene either. At this nope. all. So Dean sees Joe flipping this knife around and seeing that she's, like, actually bothered by this case. He's, it's, like, kind of, kind of, like, rolls his eyes a little bit and gets out his weapons bag and hands her, like, a, a much bigger knife and tells her that, like, this is going to, you know, work better than that pig sticker you're twirling around over there. She and, takes it. She's like, yeah, okay. And hands him her knife. We see is engraved with the initials W-A-H. I read it as wall. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Wall. Wah. 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 Yeah. Wah. Wah. Luigi. Waluigi. Yeah. It's just wah. Wah. That's all I was thinking of was Waluigi. Wah. <laughs> That's I not what it says. <laughs> W-A-H. It's like, do you know uh, the rap part in Fergalicious? Where it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, looking at my, up and down, looking at my... <laughs> 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 so um, Joe explains that it's for William Anthony Harvell. He's just like, oh, my bad. Yeah. And he's like, I'm sorry. My mistake. And they, they trade knives again. And I mean, and I'm. <laughs> I 
don't know if the if the mic. Can I, I don't up. even know if you can pick it up. I Every once it. in a while, like, but it'll be like, thank God, like in the break between what we're saying, oh. I'll just hear like a. <laughs> <laughs> when she was right by the door, though, I bet it could be picked up. Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> um. So the, the, there's like a kind of a quiet moment, and then Joe asks Dean. What's the first thing that pops into his head when he remembers his dad? And the face journey Mm -hmm. that Dean goes on. We got some Jack New Joyce's here. There's his hesitation. And then she prompts him, like, come on, tell me. His hesitation there speaks volumes to me. Yeah. What's the first thing you think of when you think of your dad? The the tightening of his face. Yep. Well, probably like... Hitting me, or, <laughs> or in, yeah. the, in the immediate sense, probably what, what, what whatever, he said? well, uh, whatever he said, whatever he said, probably in the immediate sense. Well, can't, well, well, can't talk about that. Other thought, getting hit, can't talk can't about talk that. About that. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. We don't have time to unpack all of that. She's she's asking for nostalgia. Yeah, she's asking for Sick. good memories. Yeah, he's like, well, and he's got to go all the way back to when he was six or seven. She was, was she talking about, like, his first memory? No, I think no. she's like, just first thing that pops into your head. Like, think first, about your dad. And she's thinking, uh, she she's thinking she's asking for, for the nostalgia. For, for the nostalgia, for what's thinking, a happy memory, something you go back to now that your dad is dead. it would have been an easy question to ask She's him? thinking it should be an easy question because she loves yeah. and misses her dad. Her dad has been gone a long time, so she can look at her dad with, you know, much more nostalgia than Dean can. Even she, when, so, even but when she's, John's been gone for a long time, I don't think Dean's going to be able to... And she doesn't realize that that's the complicated question she's asking. Yeah. No. Because that's not the relationship she had with her father. Mm-mm. But it, but she, I mean, she doesn't realize it, but it is a complicated question. And to get to a happy memory, Dean has to go all the way back to when he was six or seven. And it's hit the memory of his first shooting lesson. Shooting bottles off. And, and he, you know, sits down and his voice gets real quiet. And it is a quiet moment of nostalgia, and it's very a very short memory he shares. Um, his, uh, the story of his first shooting lesson. He was shooting bottles off a fence. He bullseyed every one of them, and he would smile like, and his face freezes, and then kind of gets like like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. And Joe says he must have been proud. Mm. Joe makes the the. I think incorrect leap to oh he's being he's getting emotional about this memory yeah like you did so well he must have been proud of you he would smile like and then the face the face that the as Dean's face freezes like like what Dean um all like almost like he was proud of you almost like he was proud of a son and not a good little soldier yeah was he was he gonna say like he was proud like so. like yeah he would and he would smile, smile like he would, like he was proud he was proud. Not that he was. Yeah. And because Joe doesn't have all the context, it's like, he must have been so proud of you. Like, thank you for sharing this good memory. And it's like, even <clears throat> even this happy memory is a little bit tainted by mm-hmm. John. And when that's what, you know, Joe says he must have been proud, Dean gives this short huff of a laugh. The subtitles say he chuckles. That's yeah, not, that wasn't a chuckle. No. <laughs> it was, it was an almost bitter, like, yeah, that must have been it kind of short huff, and then he changes the subject to ask after Joe's dad. And Joe tells Dean about remembering her dad coming home from a hunt, how he'd, you know, pick her up to hug her, she'd smell the leather of his jacket, how his return would improve her mother's mood, 
she'd start smiling again, how his return from hunting would make them a family. So her happy memory of her dad was him coming back to them. Hmm. Yeah. And Joe takes that, translates that into wanting to do hunting to be closer to her father. Even though the happy memory that, like, what she remembers of her father as happy was when he was back, when he'd come back. Yeah, when he wasn't hunting. Yeah. Um, When he stopped hunting, when he returned and everything was okay again, she still has the idea of her her father was a hunter. And so that's what she needs to do to honor his memory and be close to him. Yeah. And that's a very complicated thing to navigate. And, but Dean understands and they have, they have, they have this quiet moment and then Sam comes back. (laughs) Yep. No coffee. Yeah. Dean's like, where's the coffee? Sam's like, there are cops outside. Another girl disappeared. It's like, well, thank you for sharing, Sam. Yeah, and thank you for, for leading uh, us out of this scene. Yeah. <laughs> Just serving. Wait, did you say there are cops outside? Yes. Yeah. What do you I think thought, he said? I thought he said our cups are outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why did I put we... our cups outside? <laughs> They're outside. Another girl disappeared. And then he said, like, no, they're, they're up, like, our cups are outside. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. There are cops outside. The police are here. Those were the, yeah. Those were the sirens we heard. Birds chirping. Birds chirping. You know, those birds that drive police cars. <laughs> cops are at, I left them outside. <laughs> nope. The cops are here. Because another another girl has vanished. Again, like, yep, yeah, this is our main character, Sam, appearing to transition us into the next scene. We have a you short... Go, you gotta go! <laughs> we have a short exterior shot of the Impala outside on the street to show us that some time is passing. <laughs> and then back in the apartment, Sam and Joe appear to be working on the case again. The hair clump is just on out. a cutting board on the table. Mm. <laughs> just out. Yep. Gross. Dean, we, we don't really get any... We don't get any lines between Sam and Joe. No. They're just standing there at the table, both holding things like, look, we were looking at these. Yeah. And when Dean comes back and starts talking, we learn we learn the victim's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only victim's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teresa Ellis. She was in apartment 2F. Her boyfriend reported her uh, missing at dawn. And yep, there were cracks in the plaster, the walls, the ceiling. There was ectoplasm. And he's like, well, th- this confirms our theory. He's This guy is in the walls. Dean's like, but who is it? The building's history is totally clean. So Joe pulls up a picture of the empty lot where the building was built. And she's like, you know, look at this picture. The building next door has bars on the windows. I'm like, ah, it was a prison. prison. Some stuff's going on in there. They would hang people on this empty lot. Yeah, so Joe calls Ash and they're able to get this list. The list of the people that this prison would hang next door on the em- empty lot. This specific prison. It gives vibes of, like, prison. It gives vibes of, like, the Trump supporters having protests in the abandoned friendlies parking lot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, did you? So, you know how there's the abandoned friendlies? Yeah. There there used to be, they, uh, Trump supporters used to hold rallies. And they the, still and the, do. The, do oh they? Yeah. I, have, I never drive out that way. Mom and I have still see them. We saw They're them still out there? We saw them a week ago. They Yeah, they, they hold rallies in, in the parking lot of Every, the abandoned friendlies. You know what? I it's miss on, friendlies. I do, too. I do, too. And I, and, I think, and I think of this every time when we get tacos from Sip because I like to have at least three different condiments to dip yes. my french fries in. Mm-hmm. They're 
And cups. I'm like, and part of it is like, I get bored with a single flavor. Yeah. And I'm like, like, I, I like, I never really got the, the, the chicken fingers with the three dipping sauces mm-hmm. because I wasn't a huge fan of chicken fingers. That was me though. Yeah. <laughs> but I abs, but I absolutely like, I wanted like the multiple dipping options yeah. so that I could have like a couple different so I can keep, so I wouldn't get bored of my food. And I'm like, wow, assigned <laughs> neurodivergent at friendlies. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think anyone who is like super into that, yeah, <laughs> it's like hmm, you have undiagnosed ADHD, don't you? <laughs> so she's like, Ash, if you tell my mom about this, I swear to God. Oh yeah, so she yeah, so Joe gets this information. She thanks him and threatens him not to not to tell her mom. She's like yeah, with pliers. And I'm like, um, oh boy. So Moya Mensing Prison, built in 1835, torn down in 1963. They executed people on the lot, empty lot next door. It's like, okay, cool. Lots of options for Lots. angry. Lots. <laughs> 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 a lot. Lots of options for angry spirits. The, and in fact, 157 names. And they have just a moment of that's. This is going to be a lot of work before Sam sees one name he recognizes. Ah, just just in happening to scroll through. Scroll and scroll and scroll. Ah, Herman Webster Mudgett. I'm like what? H. H. Holmes, the famous serial killer. I didn't. It's like, well, I that was convenient. I still didn't recognize H. H. Holmes. H. H. Oh, Holmes. Really? Okay, so H. H. Holmes. I am not a big like true crime fan. Yeah, I've I never gotten into it. It kind of Mm. It makes me a little uncomfortable because yeah. a lot of it is about rape. Yeah. Yes. Uh, violence against women features heavily in true crime stuff. Yeah. And if, if you, you know, were to look into H.H. H. Holmes, there's some of that. Well, yeah, I mean... <sighs> right. So, we get... So, what... The, the, the next scene is a historical lore drop, basically. Mm-hmm. Some of it's pretty accurate. Some of it has been changed to fit the narrative. H.H. <laughs> H. Holmes was America's first serial killer. He was executed by hanging at Moya Mensing Prison in 1896. That's all true. Sam's getting like a little bit fanboy. Yeah. He's like, oh my god. I can H. you talk H. about this oh, guy? H.H. H. H. Holmes so cool, but was like, killed here. Oh my god. Oh my god. He totally was. A little bit, a little, he was got a little bit true crime fanboy there. It's like, he, easy, easy Sam. Yeah. It's true. H.H. H. Holmes confessed to 27 murders. Estimates of his, the, like, like, Oh, but the, the number was more like in the hundreds. Mmm, less true. I'm dubious about that. Those estimates are a little bit more sensationalized. He could have killed somewhere, you know, you know, 20, 20 to 40 people, which is still a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the 27 he confessed to, I know a number of them were incorrect. They basically they were still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he confessed to killing people who were still alive. So mm, some of that was a little, hmm. little, little hazy on that. Claiming that his favorite victim was a young, pretty blonde. Also not entirely true. He killed a lot of different people. Yeah. He killed kids. He killed handymen who worked for him. He killed his accomplices, men. A lot a lot of what he was doing was uh, fraud. He uh, like insurance fraud. Hmm. So and the the murder castle that they talk about later was a building that he you know bought and started like building onto and making renovations to and and he would like order building supplies and then not pay the people who delivered them and like everyone knew he was a piece of shit. <laughs> he was just like the cops were just incompetent and didn't come after him. There were a lot of people who were mad at him, but he would you know hire contractors and then not pay them and the building was never finished and it it would just and like you know he he faked his own death a couple times, I think, to, for for insurance money. 
and was married to like three or four different people at the same time to get access to their property and then like like the money that was involved in that. So most of what he was doing, the murders were connected with fraud schemes. Mm-hmm. And he did this all over the country. He and you know traveled all over the place, but he was eventually caught. I think he was caught in Boston and they were able to hold him because there was a warrant out for his arrest in Texas <laughs> for horse theft. Like it like <laughs> ju- just all kinds of stuff this guy was into and had like a bunch of different aliases. There's there's only like four or five murders that they like actually confirmed that he did and it was this one it was the family his his accomplice in a a in a, a fraud scheme and the accomplice's like entire family so the the husband the wife and the kids that's like the only one that like he was like actually like they actually got him for there were a few others that people were pretty sure he killed and then there's a list of potential other people he murdered we know he did murder lots of people mm-hmm. not really sure how many probably like but the numbers that are like said they're, like they're like when was it was like 100 or 200 people no. mm. Those numbers are probably exaggerated. He used chloroform to kill them. He used chloroform on a number of his victims. He also burned someone alive. Wow. And like in the murder castle thing, he there he had gas chambers. Oh my wow. god. And like as they talk about later, in the basement, there were pits like, you know, quicklime pits, vats of lye for dissolving the bodies and disposing mm-hmm. of them. He was also would take the bodies and like sell the organs to medical students <laughs> who needed to do dissections. Great. So he was making money that way. That's That yeah. was one of his sources of income was selling to medical schools. So use chloroform to kill them. <laughs> some of the do, some of the, they're making this fit the, the supernatural yeah. narrative. There's mm-hmm. some of it's a little bit dubious. A surprising amount of it is accurate. Right. <laughs> but when Dean, you know, running running down the, 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 you know, the old newspaper clippings gets to the part about chloroform, that's what makes it click for him. He realizes. That's what he smelled in the hallway. It was chloroform. It's, it, like, mm-hmm. they knew it wasn't a gas leak. It was chloroform. Now, Dean. It's like, how would you know? How do you know what chloroform smells like? Mm. He said it was oddly familiar. Yeah, he was oh, like, and I know no. it. I know this smell. Like, oh, which, no. yeah. No, no. How do you know what chloroform smells like, Dean? There are a few options there. Yeah, even, right. It's like he could have used it on somebody, but well, uh, it's yeah, not working it somebody, within his character. Right. Or, or, or his dad used it on him. Or, yeah, putting the kids mm-hmm. to sleep. Yeah, the, the two. Well, the the, or the, the two another one. yeah the two main the the two main options for this are John used it on him to teach him a lesson of some kind like teach him what it smelled like teach him you know maybe how to resist it or you know in what some it does to you. what it does to you what it feels like so you know what's happening to you um or just um, which like he John could have done that. <laughs> Yeah. Just to put him to sleep. I don't. I doubt. I don't know if John would have done it just to put him to sleep. That there's there's brain damage involved when you when yeah. you use chloroform on somebody. I doubt. I don't think John. I don't know if John would do that. I don't know. John was a shitty parrot. I don't know if he would have used chloroform to put Dean to sleep. The other option, of course, like we've talked about, Dean also knows was uh, rohypnol. Um, Dean yeah. roofied was in the front of his mind. In um, that's what. Yeah. That's that's another option. Someone could have used chloroform on him. Yes. That and the, both of those discussions are in in the analysis I've seen of this episode. Either way, Dean knows what chloroform smells like. Mm, yeah. Not a lot of reasons you would you would know that. Like, hmm, we're just, we're just going to breeze right past that, aren't we, Dean? Yeah, he does. In in talking about uh, you know still running down, you know, the the history of H.H. H. Holmes, they're like, "Oh, the cops found human remains at his place, bone fragments, uh long locks of bloody blonde hair." That's not mm, right. That's that mm, that's not really accurate. Um they did find they found like in his murder castle, they found, you know, all the hidden trapdoors 
and rooms behind the walls and the you know the That's dissection cool. tables in the basement and the you know the vats of chemicals and stuff. They found all that. They found bodies in trunks. One one guy was set on fire. So the, like those are the things that they found. I, I don't they don't when they caught him in Boston they didn't like they, they, they didn't find like a serial killer lair. Yeah. But they, so they also talk about uh, this isn't going to be a simple salt and burn mm-hmm. because his body while. It is here. It is in Philadelphia. And that is true. His, his grave is in Philadelphia. He didn't want anyone mutilating his corpse. So he requested, and this is true, he requested that his body, his, his, uh, his casket be encased in cement. <laughs> That's true. Wow. So, and then this is where Sam brings up the, the murder castle and all the stuff happening in the walls and the possibility that there, his latest victim, Teresa, could still be alive in the walls. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, well... If she's still alive, we got to get on this. Grab, grab some crowbars and some sledgehammers. Here we go. Uh, so then our next scene is Joe and Dean exploring inside the walls. Mm-hmm. Where's Sam? Not here. Nope. Elsewhere. And apparently nobody heard them break through the wall to get it. And then nobody saw a big hole in the wall. Nope. Is there no one else in this apartment building? Apparently not. Apparently not. Because no one's no one's made an issue of it. So Joe and Dean are exploring the void between the walls. And Joe briefly, you hear her on the phone with Sam, and she reports that Sam is on the first floor, and he's almost done clearing it, and he hasn't found anything. They are going around a lot of corners. Yes. I what, was like, what? They is- just keep spiraling and spiraling around this same, like, pillar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And very sharp, short, short hallways with sharp, sharp turns. Yeah. Like, where are they going? Yeah. <laughs> What what is the layout of this building? Where are the apartments? Like you're well, you're yeah. not walking around any of them. They're just you're just going in circles. I don't. It was very yeah, very. It was like it was like one corner that they kept like walking down, and then would walk off the set and walk around and then like, walk down, down it again, again, yeah. again. That so like they just like built like one one wall void with a corner in it and just kept showing it from different directions. They uh, get to a place in in this the, the wall void where it's too narrow for Dean to get through. Dean is walking ahead of Joe and he's like, "Oh, it's too narrow. Can't go any further. Got to go back." And Joe just tries to squeeze past him. This exchange was very weird. Yes. What was this exchange? What? I don't know. What? I don't even remember what she said. I didn't write it down. Dean but says, yeah, I, I should have cleaned the pipes." What? Yeah. What? Did... And Joe's like, "What?" And he's like, "I." just wish the pipes were clean. And she elbows him hard. Yeah. Why did he say that? I like, don't I wish know. I cleaned my dick. That's not... Ju- Maybe? <laughs> it's, I don't know what that was. And right. then, and then, like the way she's like, like, like gives him like a good hard elbow, like she gets like, it, like, like she was like, ew, gross, Gustine. because they're like squeezed together in this little space, and she's like right up against him as she's squeezing by him is when he delivers this line. Maybe like, like he's like hard or something. Yeah. It was very weird. Like should have jacked off before this, so I'm not hard now. I'm that Maybe. that that's that. Could be. Why? That's the most likely uh, yeah, explanation I, I can think of. My thought was like, but then I was like, but guys usually don't like clean themselves after, even after like they like pee. Yeah. They don't even wash their hands if they, if it's just peeing. Yep. Which is disgusting. Yeah. Wash your hands. And, and that's, that, that's, uh, a common way to get outed if you're trans mask in the bathroom. Is yeah, you wash, wash your, your hands. That's <laughs> so gross. Yeah, um, they're like, well, because you don't touch anything. It's like, but you do. You do touch the toilet. <laughs> I, I should have cleaned the pipes. Must have meant jacking off. Yeah, 
Maybe. Must have. That must be what Clean that means. Clean it out. Or like... Like I've got too much built up, pent up like or right like, now. Like, like, I, like, I like, I like I didn't... Like I didn't jerk off today. So... So... So now... So now I'm... So, so now I'm hard... Which is awkward because you're like right in, right front, in front of, of me, me, like like, and we're both squeezed in the small space. That must be what that meant. All the only place my mind was going to was butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't clean out your butt. You didn't clean, clean out was, your butt. Today. I was thinking. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking of like intestinal cleaning, and I was like, <laughs> do, do, do you need a today? Do you need to poop? <laughs> <laughs> you need to do like a. <laughs> like a saltwater cleanse like, or something like that. That's confusing. <laughs> but she's in front. Like he. Like like I was like he must be making a. She's right in front of me, pressed up against my junk. Joke. Yeah. But all my brain was giving me was but. <laughs> <laughs> all my brain was giving me was I need to wipe off like my dick or something. Yeah. Very it odd. Was so weird. It it's such a weird exchange. And, and then she was like, Oh you and like gave him she a She was jab. like, Oh, that's gross. Sharp elbow. And he's like, Oh, Ooh. like, oh, I said something gross. Like it's like What? It was a really weird exchange. It I just it was so weird. And like this like made me like, you know, look back at some of the earlier interactions this episode. Like, have they been trying to tell us they're flirting this whole episode? Yeah. I kind think of. so, but it doesn't they're, work. It doesn't work at all. They have a much more like fighting. And they have a much more sibling relationship. Mm-hmm. Like their interactions are much more similar to Dean and Sam's react like interactions. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess he couldn't help it if she was like right up against him. But like maybe. But like I don't know. I don't. But then he shouldn't have said don't, anything. Don't say anything. Just like let her. Just just let like, her scoot past. Like don't just don't be like oh I guess don't bring I attention to it. Like oh I guess I should have clean my pipes before this one. And I'm so yeah. what? so weird. Clean my pipes. What? Yep. Then that, I, now that, I'm just thinking of like the saxophone or like the cla- like the like the cleaning rod thing. <laughs> <laughs> Had to uh, brush the old pipes yep. out. <laughs> just and again, that's out. just like making me think, but. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think. No, I don't think this that will work. <laughs> so Joe squeezes past Dean and keeps going. She's like, I'm small. Yeah, she gets to an air duct and. Well, she's like, I'm going to go. And yeah, like, he's like, no, don't, don't you can't go. go alone. And she's like, well, I'm small, so I can. And then just leaves him. She's like, and uh, he's like. Okay, well, stay on the phone with me. So she just, you know, takes off down the hall. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. Dean's got a map. She goes, and and he's following along with her as she, like, on the map. Yeah. And she goes around, like, two or three corners. So I'm like, so again, I'm like, she's gone back around to the beginning to where they started. I don't know where she is. Because they keep turning in the same direction. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And she gets to a place where there are pipes going, like, it's a dead end. The pipes go down the wall into, like, a place, a spot where the, the floor gives way and drops down into this shaft. And she's like... I found an air duct, and she just starts going down it. I'm yeah. going down. And he's like, what? Don't, don't go down? No. Don't. Stay up here. And she's like, well, no. we've got to save the girl. And he's like, ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I'll come to you, I guess. I guess. So he goes out and around, which is what they should have done when Joe discovered this air duct thing. Yeah. Yeah. She should have turned around and come back to Dean, and then they could have gone out around together and picked up there and kept going. But no, she just decides she's going to drop down. I, I'm just like, like, like no hesitation. She's just like, okay, and then just goes down. Just go down. I'm just like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> You're alone. 
And you, you're blonde. You, we've already talked about that you are acting as bait, kind of. Yeah. You just, and you just took off by yourself. And you're in the spot that you think this is where he takes people. Like, yeah. and like where he hides people. Yeah. Like, we, kn- we know he's and in And where the walls. he runs around and gets people. And where he gets his little grubby fingers. And so, like, and, like, this is where we see, like, okay, so, yeah, Joe is impulsive and hot-headed. Yeah. But, like, this is just stupid. It's, yeah, she's being, she's being stupid. I don't and think this is her character. I think this is just stupid writing. I think it's a combination. It, like, yeah. like if, you know, the writing of her character is not great. She is, she is kind of reckless and hot-headed as a character. And I think what she's doing here is there, there's some more posturing happening from her. It's the... You know, I'm tough. I can do what the guys do. I gotta sh- prove myself. Kind yeah, of, kind of behavior. Prove myself. Like if the guys were here, like they'd just be going down this, down this thing. <laughs> Actually, my favorite color is blue. What is that from? <laughs> is that TikTok? Yeah, it was the. Uh, I have a fantasy football league. <laughs> I work in a hardware store. Oh yeah. Is it? Do you have any of the flippity flops? <laughs> it's like. But you have a vagina and, and a uterus. It's like, it's like I actually work here and I pass, I the, pass the flippity flops every day. Yeah. It's just, it's funny. Like she, I mean, she's doing like, again, like her whole character in this episode is like I said before, very, I, I'm not like other girls. Yeah. Yeah. Which like, you know, when there's a character that's written like, oh, I'm not like other girls. She's also, she's still like conventionally pretty. Yeah. yeah. But she's like, but like, but I'm not like other girls. Look, I like all these boy things and I'm still super pretty. I have a gun. And I'm like, I'm good with guns. And it, like, yeah. that part of the way but they've written that, like her character. Being sexualized very much. Except for the weirdness that Except we just experienced. Except for the weirdness we just experienced. And there well, are... I mean, like, by sexualized, I mean, like, they haven't had her clothes being torn off. Right. Yes, there is that so far she's but it's it's still it's a it's it's I, I it's a specific type of writing of this of her character that i'm not crazy about mm-hmm. but whatever and I, now i see like a you know this like a girl character or whatever and it's like oh, i'm not like other girls it's super funny people who are like you know growing up i'm not like other girls the I'm not like other girls to trans mask pipeline is super funny because yeah. it's, like, yeah. it's like I'm not like other girls. It's like yeah, because you're not a girl. <laughs> yeah, just looking at what she's wearing. T- <laughs> yeah, I mean she's like I'm wearing the feminine hunter outfit. I'm wearing the flannel shirt that's not actually flannel and is actually like super thin material. Yeah, and is like contoured to a woman's body and like has the the mid two thousands tank top underneath. Yeah, specifically. Who knows? Maybe, maybe she'll get her deyasification. What? I didn't hear you. Maybe she'll get her deyasification. Deyasification. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're not speaking in English. You're not speaking my my language over here. You're yas. Who's yas? What's yas? That like like you mean the, like yas? Yeah. She's not like yas. No, but basically, maybe. <sighs> She's not like y'all, so... Basically means maybe she'll be trans. <laughs> it's supernatural. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think I think Ash is the closest we get to, yeah. <laughs> to a gender non-conforming person, especially in the early seasons. <laughs> like, whatever the fuck it is he's got going on. He's got his shit figured out. Yep. None of us know what's going on, but he's, he's got, got it figured out. Yeah. So Dean goes out and around, and he's... You know, still on the phone with her. Joe has dropped down into like the next floor, basically, and pauses for a moment and sees ectoplasm oozing out from the um, 
Like a seam. Yeah. In, uh, in between, like, like, the wood. The it, like, Yeah, the boards there. And like, oh, oh no. She, like, realizes what's happening. Dean, she goes, oh, God. <laughs> Dean hears her because she's still on the phone, and then the phone goes to static. And Dean panics, goes charging over to where he... he hears her scream. Yeah, she goes charging over to where he thinks she is and start, starts taking the sledgehammer to the wall. Again, no, no one arouses. No one hears. No one come, pokes their head out of their room. Yeah. Like, it's... People are nosy. They would... Yeah, like, they would what, no- is, what is that? No, nothing. No nothing. one notices. He punches a hole in the wall and pokes his head in and, like, looks around at the flashlight. Still, no one's out here. Imagine if your apartment... Was the door down the hall? Yeah. I would hear that. Yeah, nothing. Nobody. Nobody shows up. Dean looks around, sees Joe's flashlight on the floor. He calls out for her, but there's no Joe. No, Joe. No, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) We come back from commercial, and Dean's, like, running frantically through the halls and, like, runs into Sam. Dean is angry and panicking. He left her alone. So he's in the the full Mm -hmm. spiral. He's like, I left her alone. It's my fault. Oh, my God. And Sam's like, dude, calm down. What happened? And he's like, I lost Joe. It took her. And Sam's vibe here is totally like, it's okay. we'll find her, all right? <laughs> like, <laughs> this this ghost takes people and hide them in the walls. We'll just get her out of the wall. <laughs> like, oh. like, he's like, we didn't find anything in the walls. And, so she's not going to be there. And Sa- Sam's like, we know the guy puts them in the walls. We'll just go look for her in the walls. Like, no big deal. No big deal, Dean. No what are you talking about? No it's fine. Dean. He's like, and are he, yeah, Dean's are like, you on something right now? <laughs> like, we have been in the walls all day. There's nobody in there. He he wasn't even, like, searching for them. He just, like, he was just smoking weed in the back of the door, and then he just came <laughs> out, and he's like, it's no big deal, No man. big deal, dude. No big deal, dude. It's no big deal, dude. Is that weed? No, this is a cram. I found the police! 911, what's your emergency? So, like, well, so, like, okay, so what we'll do is we'll run the case down again, see if there's something we missed, and they get a cell phone call, and it's Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that Joe's there. <laughs> she interrogated Ash. She says, that man's a genius, but he folds like a cheap suit. <laughs> Put my damn daughter on the phone. I think it would have been better if she said he folds like a flip phone. <laughs> she wouldn't have, though, because I don't think she knows what... She doesn't use a flip phone. She uses, like, a rotary phone on the wall. <laughs> it's a better joke. It's no, not. No, it's not. Because... Cheap suit is like you fold it. Oh! Instead of like hanging My brain. Wait. Hanging. A suit up in your closet. Yeah, but. If it's cheap, you don't hang it. It's like you you get fold lines on it because you folded it. Oh, but. You haven't ironed it. It's cheap. That's not a good joke. (laughs) I did, but. Okay, because then I thought you were talking about a card of hands. A what? (laughs) A card of hands? A cart of hands? <laughs> I'm trying to parse what's going on over there. What? Uh, what did you say? Hand of cards? A suit. Oh, like the suit of a deck of cards. Oh, a cheap suit. No. 
No, like yeah, I like, think you were talking about that, but then but then I was like, okay, oh, because like fold, like you fold cards, like you fold like, cards. You, like I fold. I fold, because my brain first oh. went to a suit, but then you said okay. fold, and I was like, oh, like cards, but then you said fold, like, but then you said hang, and I was like, you don't hang cards. I <laughs> said <laughs> <laughs> nope. And so what did I say? Hand of co- wait, yeah. Card of Card hands. Of hands? <laughs> like what? Nope. All of that's incorrect. <laughs> so Ellen presses Dean, and she's like, "I know she's there. Put her on the phone." Dean, well, Dean, Dean, Dean says uh, she can't come to the phone right now. She's taking, taking care, care of feminine, feminine business. business. Yeah, right. Where is she? Dean swallows hard and says, "Look, we'll get her back." Oh my god! <laughs> get her back from what? The spirit we're hunting took her. She'll be okay. I promise. Ellen is so mad. You promised? And she goes, that's not the first time I've heard that from a Winchester. We're like, okay. Dean's so like, Dean's like, what's, he's like, what? Excuse me? Like, what was that? <laughs> what was that, ma'am? And you run that Dean, again? Dean <laughs> promises he let, they won't, he, nothing will happen to her. He says, I won't let it. Ellen, I'm sorry. And Ellen... So like she's like, I'm catching the first plane. Yeah, she's I'll like, be- I'm, I'm, I'll be there in a few hours. I'm flying there. Hangs up. And Dean is, like, Shit. Dean is angry and panicked. And Sam sees like, Dean, okay. Dean spiraling mm-hmm. and just gives this half-hearted, don't, don't beat, beat yourself, yourself up. up. But it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's like a, it's like a, don't beat yourself up, Dean. You're There's nothing you like, could have done. Like, they, like you're gonna do it anyway. But I feel like I should. Like, yeah. it's like I, I know nothing. I, I say, say something. <laughs> I gotta say, don't beat yourself up. I know that's not gonna. You're not. You're still gonna do it. But like, don't beat yourself up, Dean. Yeah. And he's like, so here, look. We know about the stuff in the walls, but what we haven't investigated is the basement because the murder castle had a basement and there was a lot of stuff like torture stuff in the, the basement. basement. And he's like, this building doesn't have a basement. And Sam's like, no, it doesn't. But there is an old sewer system. And before he can even finish, Dean's like, out the door. Yeah, he's like, let's go. Is it? Okay. 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 We're gone. Back with Joe, we see her wake up alone in the dark to the sound of water dripping. She's lying on her back. She kind of wiggles around and she's, she's still got her flashlight, which she turns on. And we can see that she is in this narrow space with the ceiling right above her. She can't move around very much, and on the ceiling directly above her, there are scratch marks. Yeah, she's in some kind of small chamber. And she takes a moment. She covers her face and starts to cry a little bit. Like, pulls herself together and looks to her right. There is, like, a metal, long metal door along this chamber and sort of, like, slits so that she can see out into... A dungeony looking room. Yeah. <laughs> like what is A room full of other metal panels with slots in them. And like a porcelain? Like the Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like this is like a castle dungeon? Yeah. <laughs> what is this place? This is not like a sewer system I've ever seen. No. Nope. <laughs> not that I've been in very many. No. But, but you know what? But not that I'd imagine it would look like this. I don't think so. I don't I know really what this room is supposed so. to be. Who knows? Maybe? What, what is the purpose of this little room she's in? What Dude, does that achieve? What is the point in having a door that has a horrible death behind it, huh? Get your hands out me. What does that achieve? <laughs> what, do, what does that achieve? Who knows? Maybe it is to hold people. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, no, yes. The room, this, this room has the, pur- has the purpose of holding people. But, like, why was it constructed in the sewer? Why was why did... This is the old disused sewer. And a ghost is using it to hold bodies. Why did they build it? <laughs> in the first place. What is... 
Who knows? He wasn't involved in no, like the construction of he it. He wasn't. We don't know what happened. No, we don't because they don't tell us. Nope. Could have been something spooky. Something de- yeah, something spooky's going on. There's a ghost down here. Or it could be something else spooky. We don't know. They don't tell us. Okay. Joe calls out a hello. Oh, hello. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello. And we hear uh, Teresa, who is in a similar box in the wall. And <laughs> Joe says, this won't make you feel better, but I'm here to rescue you. <laughs> and it's like, that's a that's a pretty cliche line, but mm. I like it. Yep. That's a good, that's a good line. All right. Uh, Teresa does not take this well. She starts to panic. She's like, God, he's out there. He's going to kill us. And uh, there's, like, a, a sort of panicked, intense, quiet, quiet moment of them both, like, looking out the little slat in, the, in, in their respective boxes. We see a figure approaching the room with, like, uh, like dirty, gross uh, shoes and tattered pant legs, it's like, really stepping, in, wet stepping in the water. It's a sewer. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> stepping in this puddle. I was like... Yeah, my brain was like, it's underground. I was like, why is it wet? And I'm like, never mind. Why it's wet underground? It's usually wet underground. Why? Because it's closer to the, to the water table. Oh. So, Teresa's like, oh god, it's him! And Joe's like, just be quiet! And there's a lot of breathing. So a lot of, lot of, yeah, yeah. Like, breathing into the microphone. Yep. And then she's looking around, she's looking through the slit. And then a ghost arm appears and reaches through the door to grab Joe by the hair and rip out a chunk of her hair. Mm. Joe screams. Yeah. And we go to commercial. Which we don't address no, later. she doesn't no. have any. She doesn't look like she has a clump of her hair removed. She no. doesn't look like that one lady in Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> set on fire. She doesn't look like she doesn't look like she had her head set on fire, Bridget. She doesn't. She because she wasn't. No. That was the first thing I I thought oh, it was no. just clumps of hair missing. Yeah. Oh my god. When she comes back and she's like, hi, and they're like, whoa. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it's out- outside in the street. The boys are just kind of wandering around with a metal detector. Dean's got a shovel. Um, and the metal detector leads them to uh, an empty lot where it starts to beep and they start to dig. And they dig up like an old access panel um, that leads down into a brick lined shaft with kind of weird, creepy looking yeah, ladder, ladder steps. steps. See this empty lot? looked really familiar. It looked like the empty lot in the picture that they had. They kind of did, which was funny. It did a little bit. Um, it's like, we got an empty lot number two. Yeah. Hmm. And I love how they don't even have to dig that far. No. It's like maybe six inches. Yeah, it's right there. It's right there. Because, um, I mean, if it had been any deeper, the metal detector probably wouldn't have picked it up. Yeah. So... Oh, well. Um, back down in the vault, Joe is trying... Oh, yeah, there is a creepy bug effect, though, that I yeah, liked. Yeah, I like the bugs. It, it would, like, the camera from down below in the shaft, and then them with, like, flashlights looking down, like, as the flashlight beam, like, landed on these bugs, they skipped that away. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. And it was like, yeah. It was creepy, because these were gross. big, gross-looking bugs. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, but it, it's always like that that question of like you're going into dark, creepy spaces, and we never see like bugs mm-hmm. or like maybe we see cobwebs and spider webs, you but know. you never see like actual spiders or like the grossness of these spaces that you're in. Never know what's gonna be down there. <laughs> it's gross. Back in the vault, Joe is trying to knee the door open, and she pauses. She's sweaty. She pauses to catch her breath. And then we see through the slit a, beer, a bearded mouth very close to the eye, the eye slit. And it's so pretty. So beautiful. Joe, Joe tells him to go to hell, and he ghost arm reaches through the door. She pulls away, rolls over. As to, far away as she can. And he still just reaches in, and he touches her head and her, and her arm, neck, her arm, and gets like down like closer to her wrist and she spins around she's got her dad's knife and she stabs him in the hand and he she's vanishes like, yeah that. we see this little effect and he as he vanishes it's like fire sparks yeah pure iron yeah she's like how'd you like that pure iron you creepy son of a bitch <laughs> that is not a knife of pure iron no. no i have a knife of pure iron that's not what they look like no mm-hmm. um it's like, like you made polished is that the it's one? not well it's, yeah i'm gonna say pure iron more pure iron than that that's a she, she's got a, a knife of is steel that the one that you made yes yeah the, um and the, and uh, the iron knives are are not i mean i mean they're, they're not like particularly effective knife as knives but it's it's well they're more like blunt no you can sharpen them you can sharpen them yeah uh-huh. i just don't have mine super sharp because i don't need it as like a knife knife mm. it's a more effective paper letter opener <laughs> <laughs> also it's like kind of it's it's heavy and yeah could you use it as a self-defense i mean you could use anything as a self-defense but not iron really. is iron is not as strong as steel mm. so it's 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 not a it, it's like it, able it, to break right? yeah it's i think it's more brittle yeah it's it's not a good when there's other weapons available if the, mm. like it's not it's it's kind of a specialized thing too like you have to go out of your way to get an an iron knife yeah. Because, like, why would you want an iron knife? Mm-hmm. Except so, for this reason. Except for this reason. So, we switch to Dean and Sam, who are crawling down a very tight brick tunnel with water in the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And these are big guys. Yeah. It is so scary. It yeah. is claustrophobic yeah. in Plus, here. It's, it's, got it's, a, it's got a kind of smell. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's an old sewer. Plus, it's wet. And damp and just like and we sensory saw that we, overload. And we, and we saw the bugs and yep. they pass by some uh, tunnels that leads directly upward. But like, man, these guys are better find some place to turn, like a bigger place to, for them to stand up so they can turn around. Otherwise, they're not going to be able to turn around. Yeah. It's, it's that kind of tunnel. They're, they're crawling into who knows what. Yep. And they it don't could know. Get, it could get smaller. Yeah. yeah. They could get stuck. Like, it's very, very scary. Very scary. Yeah. Because, yeah, because they can't like turn. Yeah, they can't turn around. They're too yeah. big. So they'd have to like shift back. Yeah, they'd have to they'd have to shimmy, w- w- shimmy backwards. It's not it's not fun. They're like army crawling through mm-hmm. through here. It um, takes like a lot of muscle. Yes. Yeah. This would be exhausting. And hard on your elbows and El- forearms. Elbows, elbows, forearms, knees. It's it's brick. Toes. It's uh <laughs> it's not a smooth surface. You could get your your clothes could get caught and stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It it's this is it's not this is and a little scary dragging in the water yeah it's, it's gross like, yeah. yeah no being a hunter is gross yeah. for a lot of reasons back with joe where she's sitting in the quiet with her knife and Teresa asks if he's gone and joe's like i don't know and then he appears again ghost arms reaches through into her space grabs her knife hand puts his other hand over her mouth and nose and starts doing the shh 
and just in time, Dean and Sam appear. Dean, with his his classic, I'm here to make a rescue. Hey! (laughs) Ghost looks up and gets shot and ghosts through the wall. Dean finds a piece of rebar so he can pry the the like the latches off the metal door that's the hiding the alcohol. He's always just like finding the things he yeah. needs. It's so in uh, like why would there be rebar in the sewer? The, I mean his his per- his perception s- score must be so high. Yeah, and D doesn't really have a a mechanic for this, but there are some RPGs that do have a mechanic for luck. Yeah. Um, you you can roll for for luck like uh, I know the DMs do it sometimes. Yeah, like I'm gonna do a luck check to see well, if this NPC races, has a thing that you yeah. need. And some races have races are classes. Luck the the luck skill the the uh, that what you're thinking of is just just gives the you lucky feet. Yeah, that, that just gives you advantage on rolls. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes it easier for you to do things. I what I'm talking about like specifically is rolling for luck. Like I'm going to look for something that's unlikely to find in the space. Yeah. If I'm lucky, I'll find it. Mm. It's a little bit. It's a little like mechanically, it's a little bit different. Okay. And some tabletop RPGs and video game RPGs have a mechanic for luck. Like I know in Fallout, there is a luck stat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know when you open a, I think. Like, like a box or you know, you're you know going through things and, and it's monster like monster factory they made pam like super super lucky i think and strong yeah yeah, yeah. like uh, as lucky as you could possibly be yeah so w- if you're you know so like like in fallout if you you know max out luck or whatever whenever you you know go to open a box or something it will you know auto load in a, you know your you know, random loot table amount of stuff you are more likely to find money in there. You're more likely to find cool stuff in there right. if you have a higher luck stat. So Dean, you know, thinking about this in terms of like RPG stats and stuff, Dean has a super high perception, wisdom in general. He's a high mm-hmm. wisdom character. Seems to be a pretty high luck Means character Sam? too. No, Dean, no Dean. Dean, Dean's the one who finds the rebar. Oh, I thought it was Sam. No. No, Sam is, would have a hard time using the rebar with his broken arm. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And remember, so, so, so Sam pan- is crawling down this... panning across to Sam with him being, like, with this giant cast on. So remember, so Sam's crawling How down this tunnel this? with a broken, broken arm. arm. Well, Jared's doing that. Jared is crawling through this space, like, like on one, el- one hand, one elbow, because, yeah. because he can't put make, weight on his hand. Why did they make <laughs> this is just what sorry, they, buddy. <laughs> sorry, bud. I mean, the in the filming of the the one with the zombie girlfriend, mm-hmm. his arm was broken during yeah. the filming of that episode, but they yeah, hadn't they written hadn't. they hadn't written in the reason for it yet. So we had to film the episode without his cast on. <laughs> Jeez. So mm. how's he gonna explain that one to his doctor? <laughs> um, He's not a very good patient. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, so Dean uh, uses the rebar to open the locks on the chamber that Joe is in. And Sam looks through the slits on one of the others, oh. and there's, like, a skeleton. Yeah, it, very the gross. on this was one? Gross. The practical effects were, were pretty good with the skeleton. That was gross. Yeah. Its skin was still kind of on it, and... Someone in the in the set design prop department... Had fun. Had fun with that one. And there was a, was there was a bug that crawled yeah, off bugs, bugs, bugs crawling around in there. <laughs> yeah. It was good. And then um, one chamber has Teresa in it. Yep, and... Sam, you know, quiet, reassuring voice promises to, to get her out of there. But no, then Dean gives Sam the rebar to he pry does. open her chamber. He does. Yeah, he's, so he's, he's got he's to do it one-handed. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> so Dean gets Joe out. I mean, they are very strong boys, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
Sam's got those long arms to act as levers. So I don't know, maybe. So Dean gets Joe out and she's like, you know, you know, the first time she's been able to stand up and hours. Yeah. She, you know, she's sweaty, she's exhausted, she's scared. And then the first thing Dean says to her is like, hey, so sorry. We need you to, we need to use you as bait for a little longer. He's like, you know that plan that you had before? We're gonna need to do that now. Wild, wild shift in Dean's demeanor. Yeah. From just a little bit ago, Dean was angry panic yeah. That he lost her. To now... Promising he would life? get her back. It would make more sense if he, he gets her back and, like, instinctively gives her a big hug. And it's I know, like, yeah, yeah, I know! I was, th- like, that's exactly what I was thinking was like missing you, from like here. Like, you don't like, know how much like, your mom and I have her, been missing you. Like, like, you know, drags her out of the box of the wall and just pulls her into a hug, like a comforting hug. Like, it's okay, we'll get you out of here. And then, like, as scared and, like, whatever she is, she, you know, she push away from him. Like, I, I have to... I have, I, I need, like, like, I have a plan. Yeah. I need to be bait. You need to, and you need to help me with this. D- not d- him. The, that was so wild. Yeah. Not him being like, hey, about that. It, uh, like, I, it felt like that tonally he should have, he, the, the, the hug, yeah. Yeah. he should have hugged her. Yeah. Like, big brother protective, pull her into a hug. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I can't believe I almost lost you. That's exactly what we were missing there. Yeah. They all wow. should have had a group hug. Yeah, because Teresa is clinging to Sam. Yeah. 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 And like, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yes. And like, De- Dean should have pulled Joe into a hug. And then it would have worked, I think, if, you know, Joe stealing her resolve, she wants to get back at this guy, pushes away from Dean and like, yeah, I have a plan. You need to help me set this up and I'll be bait with, you know, Dean being reluctant, but, you know, letting her do it because and because you know, time is running short. Yeah. So, but that's not what happens. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, Dean's like, hey, so we need to use you as bait. And Joe's like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? I need you to stay in here for a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. It's it's just, it's wild to me yeah. that that's what happens. Um, so Joe is sitting in this little room alone with her knife for a long, quiet, tense moment, and she's like waiting. like scared. And uh, Holmes materializes behind her, and Sam and Dean spring a trap where they drop salt from like canvases yeah. around the room. Mm-hmm. So that it makes a circle of salt all the way around the room, trapping Holmes inside. Joe, you know, scrambles out of the room into the tunnel where Sam and Tina are, and Holmes is just standing there screaming. <laughs> yep. They're like, you can't step over the salt, buddy. Yeah, we pan around the room and we see that it is a salt circle that they've closed um, by, like, dropping this doorway behind him. And, yeah, so he looks around at it, realizing what has just happened, and starts screaming. Yeah, scream all you want. There's no way you're stepping over that salt. And they close the door on him. Yeah. The next thing we see is Joe and Sam outside. Presumably, after a long and claustrophobic crawl mm-hmm. back, back out. the sewer. And they had to remember how to, to get Teresa? out there. I don't know. <laughs> Big shrug. <laughs> Maybe they, I mean, because we didn't see her in the in the corridor right there. No. Just Sam just like, crawl that way. Yep. <laughs> you'll find it all. You'll find a ladder. Just wait, keep going. I mean, just um, keep going. Like 40 minutes. Oh, wait. Like, you'll, like, yeah. I mean, there might be another. The, that, the, that was the, back to the, that was the only access panel they had open. Yeah. Others would be like covered by dirt. So yeah. like, look for the big sunlight coming down the ladder. Crawl and to that. nobody closed hope the door. closed it. Oh my God. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody was suspicious of that giant grave they had open for two days. No, they just left nope, the grave. That was funny, no, funny too. Um, so it presumably long crawl out. And also they left all of the other bodies that were down there in there. 
Yeah. yeah. So from a, you know, from a supernatural perspective, more potential, I mean, those were violent deaths, more potential yeah. for spirits down there causing problems. But they cemented it. Yeah, we get to that. But also, those are now unsolved missing persons. Yeah. And they were just going to leave, leave them, them down, there. leave them down there and just never address that. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. It even like, you know, the most recent one who happened in the past month, her body's, yeah. her body's still down there. Mm. Yeah. So that's cool. So Sam kind of has, like, a little awkward, like, buddy-buddy exchange with Joe, Mm -hmm. who's like, so, (laughs) is this job as glamorous as you thought it would be? She's like, well, except for the pee-your-pants terror, yeah, but that Teresa girl is gonna live a life because of us, Like, so it's worth it, isn't it? (laughs) A life with a lot of trauma. She's like, she'll need therapy, Mm -hmm. for sure. And the therapist is not gonna believe her. No! (laughs) Nope. How is that? Yeah. How is... Nope. How's that going to happen? Nope. The therapist is going to want to send her to a mental ward. Good luck. Yep. Good luck with that. Good luck, Teresa. <laughs> yeah, Teresa. We don't know because we never see her again. <laughs> nope. At least she had a name. She had a name. Yeah, she had a name. Why? Yeah. I'm so glad they gave her a name. But why did they give her a name when they don't give some other people, introduce some other people? No nope. idea. Joe brings up the idea that like hey so uh, we locked him down there and that we got out great but it's a sewer so there could be water that gets in there and washes the salt away or someone could go down there and dig up someone would find someone's gonna find him how are you gonna deal with that and sam's like oh yeah good point and then dean comes in with a cement truck yeah yeah i'm like where did you get a cement truck he stole one and he says he's, he's like yeah i'll give it back eventually and they, the plan is to fill up the sewer with cement. Mm. <laughs> Here's the that's so much more cement than that cement truck has. Yeah, yeah that's a lot of cement. That's a lot of cement. Also, how does cement? How does that it looks cement work? Like because it looks, it looks pebbles. Like, it looks like cat litter. Cement. It I, that that could have. Th- there are different uh different kinds of cement. Okay, that cement was. Liquid. There are different e. quality, like d- different consistencies of cement. Cement at its core is like is, is sand rock mix mm-hmm. with water, sometimes with an activating agent in it. It it it's not as liquid as you probably think it is. Okay, be, because well, it, it this, flows. This it looked very dry. It looked it, <laughs> it was, looked it, this like pre- just this was, rocks. This was pretty dry cement. It was not. It was flowing enough. I thought it just looked like little pebbles. Yeah. It looked like cat litter. It it's it it had it did have more of a flow agent in it than that. Um it what looked like it could have been cement. They were not pouring a particularly a lot, large amount down the hole. No. Because that, that's, that's hard that to clean would up. That would take forever. Yes. Trying to fill up because it's got to get down the hole, it's got to get down the tunnel, it's got to get into the yeah, into that room. Into that room or, or at least close up the tunnel so that no one can get in that room. Yeah. That still doesn't really solve the problem, though. No. no. Because you can the get salt it. could still wash away. And you can still get into that room, like, if you, like, with an excavator or something, if they were, like, really digging for, yeah. for like, they, you know, trying to put in, like, a new sewer line or a subway line or something. Yeah. They'll break through the wall. Yep. It doesn't solve the problem. But the reason they were, you know, doing the cement thing was a callback to how Holmes was buried. Buried in cement. In yeah. cement. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's still it's still a bad idea. Yeah. So our next scene is uh, an exterior shot on the road. They're on the road again at night. Uh, mm-hmm. Dean is driving. 
Joe and Sam are in the back seat, and then the camera pulls back, and Ellen is in the front, like, which oh. is good because I was like, I had the thought of like as Sam a, like, okay. just sitting in the back to keep Joe company. Well, I had the thought of okay, so they're driving. Oh, Joe's in the car. Ooh, are they gonna miss Ellen? She was flying to she was flying to yeah. Philadelphia. Oh, there's Ellen. <laughs> yep, up oh, there she is, and it is quiet and awkward. In she the car. is stone faced, like so mad. And Dean's like, well, you uh, you really weren't kidding about flying out, were you? She does not say a word. Like, she just stares. the room, Dean. De- Dean is so uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, let's turn on some music. And turns on some music and it's, you're as cold as ice. <laughs> and and she, she, she turns it off. <laughs> and Joe and Sam keep, they keep, keep sharing looks. <laughs> looks. Like, oh, damn. Like, this is bad. It's, this is it's, funny. it's so, I like being in the backseat a lot better. Yeah. On the front? Yeah, because when you're in the front, you're next to the person driving, and you can't share any glances with another person in the back seat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Sam Sam and Joe in the back seat, like the kids, yep. and the parents up front are fighting. Yeah. And they, yeah, they keep looking at each other like, oh, oh shit. My God. And Dean's like, this is good. Sam's like, your mom is so mad. And Joe's <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, and, and Dean's like, this is going to be a long drive. drive. Back at the roadhouse. Ellen marches Joe inside, holding dragging her, her by the arm, like upper arm, like like you like finger imprints on her arm. It's it looks like it hurts. And Dean, you know, stops them for a minute and just like like trying to accept full responsibility. He's like, Ellen, this is all my fault. It's not your fault, no. Dean. <laughs> yep. he goes, I lied to you, and I'm sorry. But Joe did good out there, and I think her dad would would be proud. And Ellen's like, Don't you dare say that. Not you. She's like, I need a moment with my daughter alone. So she dismisses them, and they're like, okay. And they head out. Uh, okay. And Ellen and Joe start to fight again. Mm-hmm. And it starts like, the, it's like a repeat of the fight at the very beginning of the episode. Um, Ellen is mad at Joe for, you know, for going on the hunt and putting herself in danger and uh, use, letting them use her as bait. And a lot of what Ellen is saying is, like, she's mad at Joe for doing this, but she's also removing Joe's agency from from from, from the equation. She's like, you let them use you as bait. Yeah. And it's... She's an adult. Yeah. And she, yep. she did make this decision to go do this. She's mad at She's mad at Joe for trusting her life with them. And, and Ellen says, like father, like sons. And Joe's like, what? What are you telling me? She get, Ellen gets choked up here. She's like, I thought you and John were friends. And she's like, yeah, we were. I'm sorry. I didn't mean. And Joe's like, yeah, mom, what, explain. Are, what aren't you telling me? You've been weird and cryptic this whole time. Ellen explain. nods like, yeah, okay, it's time. Outside, the boys are waiting and Joe storms out of the roadhouse. Yeah, looking pissed. Dean is wearing his leather jacket here. Oh. John's jacket. Yeah. I honestly don't think the director's really... I don't know. Someone is making those costuming choices. It's a, like, decision. It is a decision that is being made. It's not, you know, the, the actors aren't grabbing whatever off the rack. They are making decisions about what's what props are on set, what the second decorating looks like, what you, the actors are wearing to convey the story. 
that those are decisions that are being made. And in this scene, it's Im- I think it's important that Dean is wearing John's leather jacket because it really brings home the Dean inheriting this role from John as he inherited this jacket, right? So Dean sees Joe storming out and he's like, he's like, try it. He's like, he's like, oh, uh, that, that, that looks bad. Like, that looks like a second. And Joe's like, like, don't talk to me. And he he's puts like, a hand on her shoulder. He's like, hey, listen, come, come talk to me. And she brushes it off and goes like, get off me. And he's like, I okay, I'm not I'm sorry. Gonna, like, uh, see you around. Like, I'm not gonna let you yell. If you're in a bad mood, that's fine. Go deal with it. I'm not gonna let you just yell at me. Yeah. Like, okay, bye. So he goes to leave, and Joe stops him, and she explains. She's like, so. We know that my dad died on a hunt. Well, this for this for his last hunt, he had a partner, even though he usually worked alone. And this partner of his also usually worked alone. But for whatever reason, my dad thought he could trust him. And Dean's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. She's like, a mistake. The guy screwed up and got my dad killed. And Dean's like, that, that sucks and I'm sad for you. Why are you, why are you so mad at me? And she's like... Because it was your dad. It was John Winchester. Yeah, why do you think John never came back? Never told you about us? Because he couldn't look my mom in the eye after that. And she asks Dean to leave, and then she storms off again. And Dean has, like, that's a lot to process. Yeah. Yeah. And then we end the episode. I would like to point out there's still an inconsistency in the timeline there, because John had to have enough time to get to know the Harvells and be close enough to be family before he screwed up. Yeah. And he's still... During that time, never mentioned the Harvells to Sam and Dean. Yeah. Joe was young. So would have been only but she, like but, oh, 15 to 17, 18 years ago. So the boys were young. She's younger than Dean, though. Yeah. So she's like 22 and Dean's like 27. Uh, say she was like, she, she remembers her dad. She said she was in pigtails. She could be four. Yeah. Dean would have been nine. And John still never mentioned Mm-hmm. Like, we we know he mentioned, like, Pastor Jim and Caleb from back then. Yeah. No mention of the Harvells. So it wasn't just that, that, that John didn't want to talk about them because he screwed up. There were other, there was another problem. There were other problems there that John was having. Yeah. With, you know, communication and being weird. Yeah. About that. But certainly after he screwed up. So, and again, though, we see John Winchester has this reputation of being this fantastic hunter. But here, but here we have another an example... example. Of him screwing up. Absolutely screwing up a hunt to the point where Joe's dad died. He's not a good... But, like, how did he get a reputation? Was he, like, once good and then, like, fell off his game? Or was he just so intense in his hatred of monsters that, like, other hunters looked up to him and, you know, wanted to work with him and then they did all the work? Is his modern reputation all thanks to Dean? Yeah, because mm-hmm. Dean was traveling around hunting with him, and and people, Dean t- picking up the slack. Yeah, and people saw it as John, right, doing the work. Yeah, and as un, un- I didn't see Dean in the background. Yeah, unclear about the specifics, but not a lot of evidence backing up the legend of John Winchester. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. more evidence to suggest that he was a piece of work. And no one could work with him for very long because Mm -hmm. he was so shitty and all of his relationships fell apart because he was either just, you know, a shitty person or he got people killed. So that's just another little piece of the backstory puzzle there. Yeah. Joe's got some stuff to work through. Dean's got some stuff to process. And that was the end of the episode. So what did we think of this episode? I liked it. Mm -hmm. I liked how we got a lot with Joe. 
I think it was a great, great thing to build on her character more, to really get to know her a little more, and to see like her interaction with the boys and with her mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like you know we got some backstory. the The writing of her character as the I'm not like other girls yeah. character irritates me. Yeah. But I can see she is in a, you know, masculine dominated profession here. And a, and not just a, it's not just masculine dominated. It is toxically masculine. And there's a lot of performative masculinity happening all around her. Yeah. For her to be taken seriously, she needs to be seen as not like other girls. But in those, but in, you know, masculine spaces, lack of, if you are, feminine presenting lack of femininity is also punished yeah so she's she kind of has to fulfill that role which sucks and that's you know they're they were not writing a commentary on that no. they were they were writing that well i'm not like other girls whatever but in like the aggressive performance that she's doing there is an insecurity there mm-hmm. so, which i thought was interesting Again, not what they were intending to write. Mm-hmm. But if we're looking at like, well, this is what the character is, right? She is she is doing a performance. She is insecure. So I thought that was interesting that we got to see that part of her character. That she's, you know, so loud and like hot-headed and impulsive. And that's all part of the performance she's doing in an effort to be accepted and fit in in these masculine spaces. Mm -hmm. And we know that this is, you know, something she still deals with at home at the bar, right? Because she's, you know, hustling hunters for pool or doing pool and buck hunter and poker. That's how she makes her money is, um, you know, getting underestimated um, as a, you know, as a feminine presenting person in these super masculine spaces. So this, that is just the space she operates in. She's also like on this hunt, seems like she's trying to, trying to not just be taken seriously, but impress the Winchester boys. Yeah. They have a reputation, which we only know about, like we've heard like from Gordon, like, oh man, hunters talk about the Winchesters. And the boys are like, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, Word has gotten around. They have a record of being really effective. Joe wants to impress them and be taken seriously by them. Prove herself. Prove herself to them, yeah. So she's going to be like, so she's going to be aggressive and antagonistic and difficult to do that. Which is like, Joe, that's not how we make friends. (laughs) So I think more complicated character relationships and development than they were intending to to write in into the episode, but uh-huh. I thought there was some interesting stuff there. The uh, this, this was interesting. This is our first serial killer. Mm-hmm. It's a ghost, but we got some more historical stuff than dubious culture stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting and different. Not crazy about that. Again, all of the victims. It's it's all about the brutalization of women. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even when historically that wasn't even, accurate. Even when historically that wasn't entirely accurate. A lot of his victims were women. Yeah. The at the murder castle especially because it was right around the time of the World's Fair in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So there were a lot of, you know, drift drifter type people coming through, you know, young women coming to the city without a place to stay. So some he, you know, targeting, you know, the young and vulnerable. So like, a lot of his, you know, victims were women, but not universally. So yeah, not crazy about the the whole brutalization of women angle again. Anything else you want to say about the episode? Cool effects. Yeah. Overall, some good effects. Some good effects. I liked I liked the ceiling breaking plaster thing. That was interesting ceiling and fun. Ceiling breaking plaster, oobleck. The hair clump. The hair clump. Mm-hmm. And the skeleton with 
the skin on it and the bugs coming out of the eyes and stuff. Yeah, and then the bugs. And then the, the bugs. Shaft. Mm-hmm. I thought the set was cool. The the wall yeah. wave set was cool. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Even though we went around the same corner like even, 10 times. Even though, yeah, even though we kept going around the same corner, it I was love, a cool old yeah. inside the wall thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love the idea of going inside the wall. That was fun and cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, so overall, that was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a good episode. There, there's, but again, like we still, we talked about earlier, where was Sam? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Whole time. The, the entire episode, he was just kind of either in the background not doing anything. He didn't have much for lines. Maybe he was having, like, his own spinoff thing. I don't know if... I don't know. Maybe he had his own spinoff thing while he was getting coffee. He looked pretty shaken up when he came back and he was like, the cops are... The cups are outside. <laughs> the cups are outside. <laughs> I left the cups outside. Some, something happened to that coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't know. Uh, we, we don't. We, we And we never find out. <laughs> nope. So yeah, like, why do you take so long to get the coffee? And he didn't even come back with the coffee. No. Yeah. Some, something happened, <laughs> but we'll never know because he spent the entire episode either the in cops, the background. Did the cops? The cops take... took the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. You can't have that. I'm confiscating this for my stomach. For my tummy. I'm confiscating this for my tummy. We don't know because he spent the entire episode either not in the scene or in the background, just kind of hanging out. Yeah, but almost no lines. No. Yeah. That, that's our main character. <laughs> I mean, in that one episode of uh, My Little Pony. But that's a filler episode. That, and that's an episode that, you know, shows you, like, the secret life of a, of, of one, of a you know, background character or shows you, like, what's going on in the background while the main characters are doing other things. That's not what this was. This was, like, that. that's like, you know... I know, I was making a joke. I don't know, okay. <laughs> okay, but, like, I like those types of episodes. Yeah. And they're yeah. interesting, like, every once in a while to see, like, to what... To see, like, a Lower Decks yeah. episode. Yeah, exactly. To see what's going on in the lives of everybody else. Yeah. While the main characters... Like, the, there was that you keep using men. <laughs> there was that one episode of Doctor Who where... Ten and Rose are like running through the background of shots and stuff, and yeah. it's like the lives of some people who yes. had other encounters with the Doctor, and like we we see him periodically throughout. The so, weird, so the, yeah, those episodes the, are, and that was like, was a, there really was like a weird weird, weird blob monster, but yeah, that there's um, so like there's other there's there's ways to do that. So that like those episodes are fine and fun and interesting, but that's what what not what this was. One of our main characters, the main character, if you read the call sheet, yeah, but just like not in the episode. <laughs> Anyway, next time is Season 2, Episode 7, The Usual Suspects. Sam and Dean investigate the murder of a lawyer and his wife. Right before they died, they claimed they'd seen a ghost. Okay. Vague. 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 (laughs) Based on the title and the description, I have no recollection of this episode. (laughs) I don't know what it's about. I had... I remembered some more about this episode than I did some, some of the episodes so far this season. I remembered the bits... I didn't remember exactly who I knew there was. I knew there was somebody in the walls. I knew Joe was involved. I knew they were running around an apartment building, and I remembered them digging up the access panel in the lot. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. No recollection of the usual suspects. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And again, I know I've seen all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but when I'm watching them, I'm like, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. <laughs> I have no memory of this place. <laughs> So, join us next time for our discussion of Season 2, Episode 7. Until then, I have been a host, Margaret. I've been host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye! Bye! Bye. Special 
thanks to Pixabay user the Laces Music Dude for the use of their song Bruff Music as our theme music. And special thanks to our dad, our first sponsor. Thanks, Dad. You can find us at Three Idgets Pod on most of the internet. And get in touch with us by emailing three at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.